0: What well, is episode one twenty eight of Hotline League? And boy, golly gee, am I so excited to be here with uh, Nat? What scoping out Guy in the in the van, trying to see if the target is in the in the building? Uh, Mark Zimmerman with the the hat and the microphone and everything. I don't know how's it going. Uh, on?
1: I uh, I'm a stage manager. Uh, I'm wearing all black. Actually, you, that back.
0: is true. You do look a lot like a stage manager. I will. Yeah. I will recognize that.
1: Uh, um things are going okay. Uh well, this week was a little bit better I think for the LCS so there were still some problems. And we'll talk uh, about the
0: broadcast too. I think maybe we do another couple calls in the beginning just cuz I mean if
1: someone if someone has a good call about the broadcast I'll, I'll definitely still pull it but
0: uh shout out by the way to Draft Buff and Alienware our sponsors for this episode. Uh yeah, I mean I think I think I saw a couple couple takes in there but over I mean what do you think? You think it's getting it's getting better? Uh Less technical issues, at least, right?
1: There was one technical issue that I remember that we had that made me go feels bad, man. But I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was Kobe in the solo casting. Oh, yeah. That made me feel real bad, man.
0: I I felt bad for him because I hear him on the other side, right? And he goes from being like, this is really exciting, blah, 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 to like, then there's a bunch of silence and there's like. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, guys. Uh, audio, you know, it's just... Like, it's
1: Captain Flowers killed it, and it was pretty funny. Every time he'd be like, Welcome back, Kobe! And then, like, yes. talk with him, but he still Talking wasn't Talking to back. himself,
0: too. And what's great is I could hear Kobe's side of the conversation. <laughs> so I knew what he was referring... Re- responding to. The but then there's, cast. like, a delay. So it's like, I hear Kobe, and then I hear Captain, and then I hear silence, and then I'm like, uh-oh. You know, it's just... It's this fascinating thing, being on that side. I also... Did you know that this... Okay. It's two
1: to the seventh episode that we've done, because it's 128. It's what? Two to the seventh.
0: Oh. That's a mathematical thing, huh?
1: I like yeah, it's cool. I that think it's is, cool.
0: That is cool. I, I'm so happy you did that. You know, Iceman 1986 just sent 10 subs in the chat. Also cool. Maybe equally cool. Either way, uh let's Okay, so there's that. Um Double Lift went in pretty hard on the broadcast perhaps a little over the line in calling out you know specific individuals in a, a pretty big way i don't know
1: it was a. Uh, I i will say i was happy because it gave birth to david lim's memes you see his tweet yes. afterwards
0: fly quest afterwards so <laughs> i mean for those that missed it peter tweeted something like eh, it's crazy how someone could make every wrong decision possible and make the LCS so much worse to watch. And FlyQuest coach David Lim tweeted, it's funny how somebody could make every worst decision possible, to make TSM worse to watch yeah. after the TSM loss uh, to FlyQuest. I thought that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that meme at least surfacing some more. It's hard yeah. to believe that X person made every wrong decision about some random situation. Yeah. Yeah. Really good
0: well uh regardless uh it does it does feel i i think that sushi dragon at the end of the broadcast was good oh and yeah I'm, I did I'm my, sad I did that thing. people keep flaming him because I feel like now it's it's like what why is sushi dragon here but if he's at the end of the show on Friday, like who cares people can leave if they want to it's it's additive, you know it's not replacing anything,
1: yeah, and I understand the argument that i saw I saw some people make, which is like true, but that then that argument applies to everything like you could put anything at the end of the show, and it's all additive. But very which I, yeah.
0: clearly, some people like it, right? And I don't think it's like 10 people like it. It's like a good... Even if 15% of the audience decides to stick around because they like it, I think that's still fine.
1: I mean, so I did the, the interview with him. It was great, by the way. It went from like 25,000 viewers by the time we started to like 20k that stayed around. And that,
0: I mean, but that's on Friday night at like a 10 o'clock. You know, like, when, when I do... When I end the show... I stick around on stream and I lose way higher percentage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just,
1: as soon as this show ends, everyone's gone and you're like, please stick around for my bounties. Yes.
0: Of which I have one tonight, though. This one is a little, it makes a little more sense for this channel, I think, than some of the others, but either way. Um, No, I mean, I think the broadcast is getting better. I think some of the, the, the fundamental and systemic issues with the broadcast are not going to get fixed from week one to week two. And those are a lot that I talked about. I did it. An interview with Shocks, by the way, if anybody wants to go watch that, where we talked Not a me. lot about how EU LCS went to became the LEC broadcast and, and became highly celebrated. And I think, you know, that a lot of people are flaming the LCS right now. And I think, uh, you know, the people who are under fire or feeling bad can look at the LEC and say, like, oh, OK, you can actually end up having like a really celebrated broadcast in a very short time if you just, you know, Fix some stuff or or work stuff around. So I don't, I don't know.
1: God, there's a lot of takes already. You guys really? are slamming me, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, a lot of opinions, I guess. How, I what on the broadcast or what?
1: Oh no, no no I I meant just like there's a lot of takes going on. It's taking me a That's minute. That's what I mean. Like takes.
0: These... Up, what are the takes about?
1: Uh, everything. There's just primes, a lot of primes. takes.
0: Okay. Well, I'm excited. Well, while Mark is doing that, uh, I want to. Shout out a couple of people, Protoss Slayer, Late Night Arc, Popsovich, and Iceman 1986. Uh, Iceman who gifted 10 subs, which is crazy. Um, oh, uh, we haven't talked about this in a while, but there's a, a whole bunch of sponsors now on the broadcast. And this was actually something where, like I have multiple videos on across maybe my channel, the Yahoo Esports one and the GameSpot one, where I'm like, where are the sponsors for the LCS? And actually, it's insane how many sponsors are in the LCS. And I think Greeley talked to Washington Post and said that they expect to be break even uh, next next year or profitable maybe next year uh, based off the trajectory that they're on. So, oh, I yeah, think that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy I, to see it.
1: That's that's interesting because uh, sorry, I got distracted from reading takes. Um, I was on a call with some people just about like things that are going right in the LCS, you know. Um, because there was a lot of you know negativity, and so like, we you know we were talking about some of that stuff, and a lot of it wasn't public information. And I'm definitely of the opinion that like we should celebrate our wins. You know, yeah. Uh, if we make a big deal, if if there's a big signing, if viewership is is popping off, you know. Um, and I think it's no surprise that you saw this week. Some, I'm not saying I did this. So I'm just saying that, like I think you know this week, uh, two articles came out about profitability and viewership doing yeah. better. Um, I forget if those were one or two, but like, I do think, you know, when good things happen, we should be talking about them. Um, I yeah. think it's
0: super true. I mean, for a long time, the LCS hasn't been super transparent, but, um, I think it's gotten better in the past couple of years and I, I can always be more than yeah. that. I, um, uh, Oh, I'm planning on making a video in related in relation to the Mixer stuff. Um, I think now's a good time to mention uh, that I'm thinking about doing a video talking about the broadcast probably going exclusive in terms of the stream. Uh, Cause I actually do think that it'll end up probably exclusively with Twitch or with YouTube next year. And I don't think many people are talking about that. And I'm curious, I actually think it seems as though Riot is trying to push more traffic to YouTube based off of what people are saying, where it now defaults to YouTube uh, on the, the watch page. I think drops, which I believe are coming in week three is the rumor I've heard. I don't know if it's out there yet, but like getting more and more people to go to esportscom rather than like twitch.tv or YouTube to watch, I think is is going to be big on them trying to push to an exclusive broadcast. So I think that's good. You got some uh, some stuff.
1: Uh, I have one just to get us started, but it's not the spiciest start. You okay with that?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah, go for it. Off, off, mark goes. Wait. Oh, I've got. I don't have streamer mode on. Hang on, let me fix that. Uh, otherwise, we're gonna hear those bonking noise from Discord. I love you, chat. Thank you for the sub. Really appreciate it. <clears throat> A lot of people hanging out in chat tonight. Thanks, everybody.
1: We have someone playing a League game here.
0: Someone is in a League of Legends game right now?
1: Yep. Is I that... pulled him, didn't know, and now he was the first one I pulled. So Why, here we go. You
0: shrunk the text on your Discord name.
3: Uh, yeah, I kind of stole it from another streamer's like, title, and I thought it was cool, so I just kept it.
0: It's In My Mother's Heart, I think is what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's very anime, I feel like. <laughs> is that. You think that's what it is?
3: Uh, no, I just took it from some random ones. Actually, TSM quan, Okay. I don't know. He was, he's a Fortnite yeah, fan definitely. when I used to okay. play Fortnite.
0: All right. Well, whatever. Where are you calling from?
3: Northern Virginia.
0: Northern Virginia. What do you want to talk about?
3: Um. So my take was that uh, 100 Thieves, Um. I'm a big fan of them. Um, but I feel like their arc is just going to be the same as Spring was, where they have a really slow start, and they start picking up steam towards the end of the season, and they get a really high placing in playoffs, and then I guess kind of choke, or they'll run into like a EG, a C9, just get stomped. Why and you, so I,
0: so they're now at, over this weekend, a 1-3 record, I think, after yeah. beating Immortals in that that last game. Immortals and Dig was zero four, 4 so that win has, I think, a uh, maybe not an asterisk, but taking games off the yeah. of mortals or dig right now seems to be pretty easy based off of the fact that four teams have done it. Yeah. Um, so what makes you feel like they're going to, you know, quote unquote, bounce back?
3: Um, Just because their upcoming schedule, I'm pretty sure is just going to be easier. Like dig is up next. They have, I believe TSM. I don't think we beat TSM to be honest. We so have but... CLG
0: this Saturday. Uh-huh. and they have TSM on Sunday. So they don't have dig at least according oh, okay. to the right schedule. They have dig and the next on 4th of July. Oh, I, okay. I just realized 4th of July has LCS on it. Um they are playing Titans and then they have uh Golden Guardians. So so I yeah. guess the the first week of July they have a pretty easy schedule, but depending on how you feel about TSM and CLG, they might have a harder uh-huh. schedule.
3: Yeah. Um I don't think we beat TSM, but uh just my overall like thing on it is uh hundred thieves, uh I mean I just feel like especially uh with the uh what's it called? So I put there's obvious changes they could have made before spring or going into spring. So like bring on Ryoma um is kinda like uh it's uh how distracted
0: are you by this league of legends game right now because i'm very we'll
3: distracted because seem... it's
1: kind of they... what's more what's more important how many times have you been on hotline league and how many league
3: games have you played
1: oh
3: i've, I've never been on here all right i just finished all right so Wait, why take... i'm not ad- <laughs> i'm not advocating what <laughs> quitting do you mean you your just league finished? game by the like,
0: way you were in the final battle of the game
3: yeah i just destroyed the next story i'm Focusing up again. I feel like so you I alt F four. I did not mean yeah, to guilt yeah. you into alt F four. That
0: seems very coincidental.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe I did it, alt F four. If
0: you alt
1: F um, four, go back into that game right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't.
1: We don't promote. Fine.
0: Finish your thought while you're at the loading screen. And getting back in.
3: No, I I got it. So um, yeah, I just don't. I think the arc will stay the same, and I feel like, in my opinion, so when I was watching the heist, uh preseason papa smithy kept uh he wants a strong mid jungle duo and and when i see like the replies when we lose in games i feel like those are the two main spots and i guess including stunt where we are struggling and i feel like there was an obvious domestic um a uh, pickup we could have got, which is Acadian Demonte that I feel like we could have really pushed the mid-jungle duo. And, like, honestly, like, my take with Ryoma is he can't really play anything besides Orianna because everyone, all his other games on Azir and Zoe are all weak. Um, Especially if he plays against Zoe, he's really weak. Um, And, like, you saw, even though it's against Immortals, but you can see a few games against TSM and other teams like FlyQuest. And uh evil geniuses last season. If we put him on Oriana, he can really facilitate the team. And Medios, I feel like, um, is I think personally kind of weak now, just because I feel like he's kinda of stuck in a mindset. Like he if you see his Twitter, he kinda of rants a lot about how there's a lot of problems in jungle and he doesn't really like it. So I feel like so someone he, you're like You're
0: just he's he's not in it, you think?
3: Uh yeah. Well I don't think he's in it. I don't think he's a type of jungle that jungler that really likes to I wouldn't want to say adapt, but I feel like we—he doesn't have a fresh mind or a fresh take on the meta all the time, and I feel like he rather, uh, what's it called, complain than. Okay, so uh, so you adapt. don't you don't have
0: faith in Medios, Gotcha.
3: All right, so it sounds like you don't have
1: much faith in a lot of components of this team, but you which still is, think that. They're...
0: Yeah, which is weird because you're you're. It sounds like you're arguing for a redemption arc for this team.
1: To, like uh-huh. up to a degree, like you think they're gonna improve, they'll finish top half of the league because that's basically what they were last. I think they were second in regular season or something. They were th- they finished third behind EG and Cloud. Right, third, the- third in regular season, uh, which is pretty good, all things considered, based off how much you're talking down the team. Even if you do think they're gonna bust out in playoffs, that's still a pretty good turnaround. So, like, I feel like I'm having a, a like a tonal disconnect between your opinion of the players, which sounds very low, and a decently high regular season placing.
3: Those are just like the things I feel like I could fix, like just if you just take out Ryoma and Medios and then you put in like Acadian and Demonte, I feel like they could have just cuz they don't play towards bot uh, with uh Cody but, Sun But with their current stunt.
0: roster not being good, which is I think what you're saying. Mm-hmm. How do you why do you think they're going to finish like, on the yeah, top? Yeah, what half? do you
1: think's going to change in in their performance if you're if you're pessimistic
3: about Medios changing? Uh, um i well, I don't think they're bad. I think they're I feel like they're the type of team that ramps up, but I feel like they just choke in the playoffs, I guess because okay. I don't think they have enough experience, so like I think someday and Medios have experience to be in those situations, but the rest of the team not really So still. They're skill
0: as a team, they're skill capped for playoffs. Yeah, okay. Mark um, is, I, did, do you see the same issues with the team that our caller does?
1: Yeah, I think he's maybe a little bit more critical. Uh, like I think Cody, he's went to Worlds three years on three different rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, I think he totally has experience to succeed. Um, Meteos and Someday, like you said, Ryoma, he's hard to to pin down because I'm not really impressed by him, but he was okay by the end of the last split. I don't know if okay cuts it, especially if people are playing better. Like I don't know, Demonte seems like he's doing decently well. Jensen's playing a little bit better. I still think people are memeing him a lot for some of his games and I understand it but uh, you know like I think, I think some of the people that they finished above in the last split are going to do better um, mm-hmm. so I don't I think you've kind of correctly identified the problems. I don't think they'll have quite as much of a Cinderella story but I don't think I'm also quite as negative on,
3: on I'm, I'm, I'm equally negative on some of the individuals I'll say yeah I'm going to I want to Talk about some things I'm seeing in chat. Yeah, I'm sorry that I didn't like recognize Cody Sun's experience. Yeah, he went to Worlds, uh what three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. And then yeah, Ryoma did go to MSI, what 2018, 2019, but that was just like once. I'm pretty sure. Minor region. And he didn't. Yeah. yeah minor region though, and he didn't do that good.
1: All right. Well. I'll I'll say this. I think they finished about b- half of the league. I don't think the redemption arc coming. I think you're right about some of the players' shortcomings, um, yeah. though not all of them. I, I, and I think Medios is a little bit better. I think he can adapt and play different things. But I think uh, there's not much inherent synergy I'm seeing right now, and I'm I'm beginning to become more and more pessimistic.
0: Well, I think the other yeah. thing for me is the rest of the league, or a lot of the other <laughs> teams, not all of them have gotten a lot better. And I think that that's an issue for 100 Thieves, right? Like, I think, well, Golden Guardians yeah, is also one got better. Three.
1: Golden Guardians probably got better. Probably got better. Yeah, yeah. Is that TNG, Golden Guardians. Three. TL definitely, definitely got better.
0: better.
1: Yeah. TSM up in the air still. So you're talking about, you know, almost half the league supposedly has gotten better. Um, yeah. And then the two teams that got worse, Dig and Immortals, were already
3: yeah. below them and out of playoffs. So right. it didn't really matter exactly. I have, I have them. Barely making playoffs, either seventh or eighth. I think they, of course, do better than Immortals and Dig. I still don't think CLG that good, so I maybe have them switching in there or Golden Guardians. Yeah, but Underborne. seventh is
1: six and seventh is still a far cry from third. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you've actually done a decent job pinpointing, but you just like the Redemption Arc part is where you lost me and I think a lot of people. But I think overall, otherwise, you're not far off.
3: Yeah, because I was in the middle of a league game. I'm sorry, Chad. I'm looking at them. They're calling me trust and saying to hang out. Don't up. worry. That's really sorry, that's just Twitch chat. Yeah.
0: That's just Twitch chat. No one should ever, just as a pro tip, if you ever call into the show, do not look at Twitch chat while you do it. Mark and I struggle, but it's only the calluses that have built up over I just imagine
1: every, every single person is, is like this basement dwelling pizza face,
3: and that's how I get by.
0: I don't know what that means. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for the call. Anything you want to say on the okay. way out?
3: Uh, nothing, except I did actually so bad in your draft, but Battle Royale that I actually feel so bad. Well, how I did you place? Like, I, I think I placed like bottom 100.
0: Uh, yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. We've got another totally. one. You can do, I mean, not, usually I'd say this for the chat, but we've got one more coming, which is week three. You can do exclamation mark fantasy in the chat to enter. Thanks for Thanks for joining.
3: Yeah, thanks, Travis. Thanks, Marks. Have a good one. Yeah, see it.
0: All right. We've got another caller coming up as Mark goes off to grab them. I want to thank Olani, I think, uh, for sending a prime. And nobody else sent any other subs, so we're going to sit here silently. Warden is here. Warden, where are you calling from?
4: Downey, California.
0: Downey. Oh, you've been on multiple times. Yes. Yes. I need to stop saying that because the YouTube comments are always like, they always pull the same people. Mark, why do you... Let's just address this now. Why do we have so, so many frequent callers?
1: It's like the people who are good at formulating their opinions and presenting them and having unique takes. It's almost like they show up again and then they do it again. And it's like, well, I can pull the the new guy, a new girl, new guy who has a... a like. He's spamming. Here's one hot take Golden Guardians have the highest ceiling in the league. Flame emoji, flame emoji, flame emoji. They'll be a playoff team. Goat, goat, goat emojis. Mark, I know you see this. React, please. And it's like, maybe I'll pull this person instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Warner, what do you, what do you, a more person? You know, they were just trying to get their Golden Guardians taken. <laughs> i'm sorry person in discord Ooh. but i just
1: it was it was on my screen when i said it yeah uh <laughs> if people want him on now all right i'll pull this person
5: <laughs> all right where are you but at? then
0: this is the funny thing is then we pull a caller like uh fools who will be on in a bit to talk about golden guardians and uh they're gonna say they're the best and everything's amazing and then people will say why do they pull these stupid callers, ridiculous things warden uh what do you want to talk about on the show this time
4: Um, that I think TSM is in a lot of trouble right now and have shown like the same tendencies they did last split and they're, the next two weeks is going to show a lot about this team. They face EG 100 Thieves next week and then the week after I think is like the real week that they show themselves where they face CLG and GGS. I think they have to go three and one in like this next two weeks ban or they have serious problems. And I think one of the biggest problems that is potentially like fixable right now is Biofrost. Uh, he had a really bad game on Nautilus. I want to say on Sunday that he was like literally like one and eight or something ridiculous
0: yeah i'm looking at my draft buff because I think I drafted him, and uh I did not do well this week, and I think part of it was biofrost much like much in theme of Nautilus, he anchored me down
4: yes. So I, I kind of looked into his stats, and in 2020, he's played Nautilus eight times and has two wins with a 1.5 KDA, and he's also played Rakan eight times with a 10.7 KDA in 2020. So right now, he's kind of looking like a Rakan one-trick.
0: Is, is he a Rakan one-trick, Mark?
4: I don't think so. I think
1: um, they K- Kabe included was really good with Zaya Rakan. Uh, And I think that they had a lot of their best games on Zyrecon. And TSM from last split struggled whenever they did something out of their their wheelhouse. I mean, even like their set win rate looks the same way. Bjergsen's win rate on anything that's not. Syndra looks the same way. Every single one of those players had a stat like that where it's like their KDA is 15 on Syndra, but two on everything else. So I think that's a little nitpicky. Um, I think Biofrost has been... I don't think he's been great, but I, I wouldn't say that's their biggest issue.
0: I mean, not- their biggest issue is not... Everybody always tries to pick a single player, but I feel like TSM has never had... I mean, Speaker lo- stepped up a little bit this week. Otherwise, I feel like people would be able to criticize him a little bit more.
1: Yeah, because I, th- I think when I look at their win, Speaker looked really good. And then I look at their loss, and they had two magic damage. Volleybear is actually mostly physical. I don't know why people, I, I saw people saying they had three and a half magic, including Nautilus. Volleybear is mostly physical. Um, and, but either way, they didn't have any consistent DP, uh, physical DPS against three tanks. You know, it was a, it was a pretty poopy draft when you look at what they're playing against. And like, I don't put that on the support player.
4: Yeah, I don't think Biofrost is the biggest problem. I just think he's the easiest to fix because you have a guy in treats who's been sitting in academy for two years that seems LCS ready. And it's like, if you have a clear, if you have a problem, then you might as well try and fix it, even if just giving him scrim time. I know that Doublelift and Bjerg don't really like introducing new guys into scrims because they feel like it messes up the team environment in the long term. But if you have a problem, that might be a solution. Um, I think that the whole drafting and like overall like team environment of TSM has been a problem since I think even into like 2017 summer when Doublelift was still originally on the team and it just hasn't been fixed so I don't expect it to get fixed anytime soon so I'm looking at other solutions
0: Mark are you busy arguing with Twitch chat?
1: Yeah about Volibear damage percents it's okay
0: <clears throat> I just I don't think that I can't imagine Double If being like, it's week three, bring in treats. Like that. I just don't see that uh, happening at all.
4: Yeah, I don't think yet. I was more saying, like, let's say um, I laid out, like, the teams they face. Like, EG losing to EG is pretty acceptable. But if they're losing to, like, a team like 100 Thieves, GGS, or COG, that's not really acceptable for TSM for the the standards. The I team see. Because
0: you were saying the, the week four is really like the. Um... Yeah. make it or break it week for them, and I I see what you mean. Like that's if they lose to those teams, then they they're uh, in trouble, real real rough.
1: It feels like a lot of teams have kind of make it or break it weeks weeks coming up. Who else? Uh, was it Golden Guardians or I need to look at the schedule again. I mean, Golden Guardians I think, I mean, me I Guardians, I think
0: had a rough start, so may, and now I think they're coming into maybe they um, have the easy one with, coming up.
1: Yeah. Uh 100 oh, Thieves. That's who we were just talking about. They have a, a bit of a make-or-break week coming up. And, uh, no, Golden Guardians plays FlyQuest and Immortals. Like, they can go one and one again, two-and-five, or two-and- f- two and I can't do math, holy shit. Two-and-four. Two-and-four at that point. I don't know, it's starting to get make-or-breaky. I think Golden Guardians is better than the record, though.
4: Yeah, they yeah. kind of into two drafts with the, the too-hard-to-execute drafts for them with uh, poke comps.
1: Yeah. Um, either way, uh, Back on to TSM. I think... I think Treach is good. I've, I've watched him a decent amount in the academy. I, I think he hopefully gets a shot sometime soon. Um, But I don't know how much of a fix he is for the problems TSM is having right now. And I would probably want to see them try to fix these as a team, given that Doublelift has just come back and it's only been you know, two-ish months together. I'd rather just try and see them tackle that, especially given that they should have pre-built synergy and this kind of stuff and iron out their drafts. Um before I look to to replace a player and, and like, you know, if they're not happy with biofrost, I, I would maybe say like, yeah, let's see treats in 2021, but I don't know if I want to mess up 2020 or not mess up, but you know, risk it on
0: 2020. Sure. Um, I mean, other than that, do we agree that this, the next two weeks are the big weeks for TSM?
1: um, I would say so. Let me let I mean, at they their... probably
0: lose to EG this coming weekend, right?
1: Yes, they probably lose to EG. And then they play 100 Thieves, who looks pretty weak. Right? So they
0: probably beat them. So then they're three and three again. Right now they're in two and two. Yeah.
1: And then next week they have, or two weeks from now they have CLG uh, and Golden Guardians. So I would say two weeks from now is actually the one where it's like you should look to two zero yeah, that weekend. The Otherwise, you're was be saying,
0: true.
5: yeah, because yeah. they yep. would
0: be three and three. If they're five and three uh, at week four, that's not a terrible record. Um, but if they are like four and four,
1: it's also about like how you're winning and what you look like. Because um, what I said before is like this: this TSM sadly looks similar to last split's TSM a little bit in terms of like hyper volatility based on draft. Like sometimes they shit-stomp kids, and you're like, "Oh my god!" and then they'll look terrible because they drafted a bunch of stuff that doesn't really work together. Um, And that's how last split was, you know, they looked incredible and then they would take, uh, I don't know, kale top with Orn mid or whatever that comp was that one time. And like, they would have these really up and down drafts and they like hyper tunneled on fiddle this week. It it felt like where they're like, yes, we want to play fiddle mid. We're going to play fiddle mid. That's what we're doing. Oh, it was mid. That's right. From last split. But they, they like seem like they practice things throughout the week and then decide they're going to play it no matter what. Yeah, um, and that's a little bit too prescriptive.
4: Well, yeah, there's definitely what? something going on behind the scenes that they need to fix.
1: Yeah, if- so those are the those are the issues I'd rather see ironed out a little bit more than uh, like bio replacement.
0: What do you think, Mark? What do you think the chances are? We we just finished week two. What do you think the chances are that TSM fixes their shit before uh, playoffs or like gets into to top three? When- What's the
1: percent? 50 50 either it happens or it doesn't oh great thanks for that
0: i just it's like it's very interesting because i don't know if expectations were wrong you know like i think now those players would tell you well you know we're we're just starting off it's it's almost like it's spring for us where we've uh, 40 percent of our rosters but on the other hand it's looking about the same as last split, and they I feel like you don't want that. So it's, just, it's very interesting
1: to me. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're, it's fair to say they're underperforming a little bit right now.
0: Yeah. Right, Warden, thanks so much for the call. Anything you want to say before we move on to the next caller?
4: Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Alienware. Just got a new PC using your um, discount code, and I'm just waiting for it to get shipped.
0: Fantastic. Which one did you get?
4: I got the customized it it's the aurora r10
0: nice is that I the one with the amd or the intel
4: it's the amd and then i think i upgraded the graphics card and the processor to like the next level up
0: nice well i'm excited for you uh that'll be that will be a good system to game on
4: right now yeah getting ready for cyberpunk
0: yeah no well now you, and you've got some I'm extra time again. to
4: get ready for it yeah. yeah
0: thanks so much for the call okay All right, uh, let's see. Girlish oh, menace. Color. Oh yeah, one more color. Girlish menace. Thank you for the eighteen months. Mexi cushion, fifty five, CW five and Yoshi three twenty, and Darth Revan ninety two. Appreciate. He says, "Get that ten percent discount." XD What a joke. Uh, I think ten percent is pretty decent actually for for systems. don't ever tend and it stacks often with their sales so i i just disagree with that take arc wafa mute where's the next color get the get the next color here we go
1: all right here we have flame and goat emojis
0: here's our our boy i assume boy it's all about the the
1: goat
5: emojis did you hear me when i was was ribbing you a little bit on on the show I did not because I was driving home from work and I was like typing in Twitch chat and trying to listen. It was it was rough. I th-
0: yeah. You were spamming in all capitals, including emotes, while driving. I hope, I, first off, you shouldn't be doing that no, in no, general. No. <laughs> I, I hope if you were, it was like at stoplights or something.
5: Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm a very safe driver. It was only at stoplights and stop signs. This okay. might be the worst show we've ever had in terms of advocating good behavior. What, where
0: are you calling from, fools?
5: I'm calling from the worst destination for an LCS finals to ever be, Detroit, Michigan.
0: Okay. Hey, <laughs> I actually I liked Detroit. <laughs>
5: don't lie, don't lie. I, do.
0: right, here, I was I expectations were so low because people flamed Detroit a ton and make a bunch of fun. That when I went there, I was like, "Hey, this is actually a pretty nice place."
1: It was okay. I didn't think it was like that bad. The only thing that bothered me was the steaming, <laughs> fucking manholes of garbage smell all over Everywhere.
5: the city. Everywhere. yeah everything else
1: kind of sucks right I've I, I don't know I've, i have I pretty low standards on food
0: we didn't do i don't think we did a hotline there it was st louis that we did the hotline right
1: yeah i think so yeah anyways all
0: right what do you want to talk about on the show fools i know it's golden guardians but why don't why you okay
5: out? yeah so i was i have never been a golden guardians fan in my entire life and I was the last person in the world to expect that the Golden Guardian C9 game last week was going to be that actual like that entertaining. And I was also not a believer in the whole Damante turning the team around. But after that game and going back and watching all of the Golden Guardians games, I actually think that this is like momentum steaming up and they have a really easy schedule coming up. So I could see them going from a one and three team to possibly like a five and three team and going on like a four to five game win streak. And then hopefully, you know, using this kind of momentum to tunnel their way into playoffs.
0: I mean, I think they usually make playoffs these days. It's just that once they get there they don't perform. And playoffs, by the way, is top eight. So we need to stop talking about I know it's a really easy habit, but I feel like we gotta stop talking about will this team make playoffs or not.
1: I think top half bot half is the easiest way to talk about Yeah, I think that they're a top half team for sure. So for clarification.
5: And wait, when you can said I ask one have... question?
0: Did you you said you, you watched the C nine game and then you said you went back and rewatched their old games?
5: Yeah, I never watched the games before that because I just thought they were garbage. And then after watching the C nine game, it like sparked my interest. Like are they are they capable of doing this every game?
0: You like discover you're like, wait, wait, who who are you normally a fan
5: of? Uh sadly a hundred thieves. Okay.
0: So what were you looking were you shopping so he's around? looking
5: for a new team <laughs> yeah I was, I'm, I'm shopping around you
1: know? okay it's so
0: you're like oh here. okay this might be a good value pick right here you know not very everybody people can't say yeah. bandwagoning uh, I get in now I come on the show and declare it and then there's evidence that I called it
5: new face of golden Guardian social media okay um but so just for clarification
1: your take was that they have the highest potential right or the highest yes, yes
5: yes for sure for sure out of everyone in the league um, that's a little bold, but, Wait, but I, not I think
0: you were spamming goat emojis.
5: Yeah, and you said I highest actually... ceiling.
1: What what other ceiling were you talking about other than the league ceiling?
5: Okay, I assume that when I talk about that, we're excluding Cloud Nine, and excluding <laughs> Cloud Nine, I do think that they have the highest ceiling.
0: Cloud
1: Nine are on another level. You you're saying they're on the so, floor
5: exactly.
0: above, so, so the ceiling have, is actually... yeah. A great way. Okay, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it, Mark. I just yeah. want to note, in, in the future, you could say they have the second highest ceiling in the league. That might be a
5: yeah, but then the goat emojis don't work, and you don't see. This is what I'm talking about. Call, you know what I mean. This is what we were talking about. People just. This is why I don't pull people like you
1: because I know as soon as you get on the call, you're going to back down from your take. You're going to say no, no, no. I was, no. I was, I wasn't including C9 when I didn't include them initially. I, I, I meant obviously not C9. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, okay. My bad on that one. But besides C9, I think that they do have the highest ceiling. I think they're, like, the first team to pull out one of these, like, really, really hard execution comps, like they did against C9. And then they performed with it against the best team in the league. To an extent, obviously.
0: I don't see this team with that bot lane becoming the second best in the league. I mean, I... Like I really wish that they had picked up Treats if he was an option or Diamond from C9 or like, okay, you did your spring split thing. That was cute. Now let's actually commit to at least a support. Um,
1: I'd also say their comp wasn't super hard to execute. It's like kind of a press R comp. Um, And then like they did start diving in the back lines and then they would die and then they wouldn't have enough
5: Yeah, it started to feel like a throw later in the game, but I mean, like, usually... I mean, they played well. I'll give you that. Yeah, like, usually the first 15 minutes are the 15 minutes where the game's over against Cloud9, and that didn't work against Golden Guardians last week. I think they, like, held their own and also had a lead moving into the mid-game, and that's when they started to fall apart. I think they're really fun.
1: I think they have a good style. I think they're better than their records, so it's a good time to get in if you want to start fanboying Golden Guardians. Um... I just don't agree that they have the second highest ceiling in the LCS. I would say if TSM ever figured their shit out, I would expect them to be better. Um, TL, TL, also. TL Yeah. And
5: even
0: EG, I feel like.
1: Yeah, EG, I mean, EG has their like, shit figured out. This is
5: also <laughs> like an up and coming thing, right? So, like, they have a lot of games against like not that good teams, and I feel like if they face roll them, this momentum will bring them to have the highest. You know what I mean? As they keep going. They'll get better and better because they face Immortals this weekend, and they also face FlyQuest, which FlyQuest is going to be a hard game. And I think if they can pull it off, then they're shooting for that top half of the bracket. But This isn't like
0: a bicycle race down a hill. Like, momentum doesn't make you better than the team's. Patches happen. You Yeah, you get, I agree that you get a bit of a buff, right? Like. You're you're on a win streak. You you the players start to feel confident, like they People are happy. Yeah, yeah. Things, momentum's things definitely a thing. I don't thing. think it's like and then Golden Guardians went on to destroy EG, uh, Team Liquid and FlyQuest to cement themselves as the second best in the league, making all who he haters shut up finally. You know, it's just I don't I don't see that.
5: Yeah. Okay, listen here, he Hater. Give it time. Okay. I am mean, not. I like Kuhi a lot personally I just don't week. think
0: that he should be in a supporting role on Golden Guardians if you would want them to be second place in the league and I don't think that's a controversial statement
1: yeah, I also think Set is, Set is his best champion that I've seen him play and he got it that week so I know you say you haven't watched a lot of Golden Guardians uh, so you can maybe just take my word for it but that's his like signature pick so far uh, in, in support I yeah, like and also cons-
5: with Varus being a hundred percent pick and that being FBI's best champion, it's just kind of kind of not. I mean, yeah, Varus, my bad. It's okay. Again, Varus, you just <laughs> said the same thing twice. That is time. Varus. It's fine. Ugh. Varus. Anyway,
0: uh, all right. I I'm not. So here's what I will say. I really hope you're right because I like Golden Guardians a lot. I like a lot of the players over there. I think it's a brand that I want to see succeed, and especially if they can succeed showing that you don't need to spend a bajillion dollars to get to success, that's good for the league. I think um, they
1: also have a generally good uh, like appreciation for North American talent and wanting to promote people. I think they do a lot of things well, so it would be nice to see them get the W eventually. Uh, and what I really want is a playoff series win for them, which I think they can get given that there's eight teams now um so I'm, I'm hoping that they can grab one of those
0: yeah i as i'm and, praising golden guardians the slight delay showed had hunter saying travis is a hater in the chat which is just not an accurate representation i i would love to see golden guardians succeed i just uh i wish that they would also like to see golden guardians succeed because maybe they would make some changes
5: to the roster
0: um rules <laughs> anything you want to say before we move on to a quick break
5: no, this was a lot more fun than I thought. More people should give their takes on Pleb Topics. And shout out to the sponsors. Thanks yes, for having me.
0: Thank you. Uh, uh,
5: <laughs> you can get this rid guy, of <laughs> This
0: guy spams in all capitals and in fire emojis and goats. It was like, wow, this was not what I was expecting.
1: Like, yeah. Uh, it's like people do spam in Pleb Topics, dude. The only guy on this show because I got called out by Twitch chat. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, okay, we're gonna do a quick break to talk about Alienware, our sponsors. Uh, there's an Alienware PC right behind me. Uh, they uh, they have amazing computers. I actually recently I heard some people say, "Hey, you know, I'd love it if you talked about their specific products a little bit more." So we're gonna we're gonna take a break to to do that. If you head over to Alienware.com/travis, for instance, you can see specific examples of products that we use at Travis Gafford Industries, uh, and we can highlight those. I love my 34-inch monitor, I use that a ton. I uh, use the Aurora. Um, they have AMD Auroras if you're interested in those processors, of course Intel stuff. Um, they just did an update to their Auroras to include the 10th generation Intels in their laptops that both the Area 51M and the M15, M17 got updates as well go check those out um because they are they're actually really beautiful aesthetically and again you can find those at alienmar.com I'm going to put that link in the description uh below uh solem says what level of aura should i get i mean obviously that's going to depend a lot on your budget and what you're looking to do i mean i i'm able generously able to um on their behalf max out my stuff so that i can uh edit video and Play games and all that stuff power this 34 inch monitor or the 55 uh, inch monitor that I have above me um, the 4k display uh, so either way go check out their stuff at alienware.com slash Travis use Travis 10 off Q2 is the code Q2 and uh, while we're at it by the way I'm going to put a link actually all you need to do is uh, exclamation mark survey if you're watching live with the Twitch chat if you are on YouTube look in the description below, we're actually doing a brand survey for Travis Gafford Industries. Um, and I love it if you guys can be very honest in that survey, but taking it actually helps us out a lot because we'll learn a lot about who you all are, what you think about our sponsors, things that we can do better. So I know you guys are always super generous and, and supportive, but um, you know don't lie when you're taking the survey because you wanna be nice. Uh, but help, taking a survey really does help us. Thank you. So much to Alienware, and again, thanks you guys for taking a, the brand survey and checking it out. Um, Mark, yeah, you want to grab the next card?
1: Long pause. Sure.
0: Yeah, postal code works. Um, that would be good. Would Alienware PCs improve the standings for Dig and IMT? I don't. I mean, they make great computers, but I don't. I don't know if anybody can. I think better decision making would perhaps help that those teams out more at all levels of the company both the players and management. Okay. I did. Oh, Jackie sent a video of her dog watching your cat. Mark's cat. Great. All right. Aziz zero five zero says I bought seven Alienware laptops after they sponsored Travis. Why not eight? I think is the question I have to ask. Ah, Is this a rebroadcast? It's really late in the night for something like this. No, East Coast-wise, I mean. We always do the show late. That's part of the, the thing. This is not a rebroadcast, though. Little Chester 27 is returning to the show. Little Chester, where are you calling from?
6: Columbia, Missouri.
0: That's right. What do you want? You sound unhappy about that.
6: No, sorry. I'm studying for the bar, so I'm in the middle of a federal civil procedure lecture. So I'm riding high right now. Great
0: well i'm glad that we could interrupt that are you if you're in the middle of the lecture are you paying attention to the show or did you just show up for your take just my take i don't know
6: how i feel about that
0: what do you want to talk about
6: uh so i think that team uh tsm really made a big mistake this week when they flexed uh syndra to double lift Uh, i thought it was really interesting i don't know if everybody watches the draft but during the draft you had Freak actually talking about how he thought it was silly, that there wasn't going to be a flex, that Double Lift would never play Syndra. And then you see, um, let's see, the, they were playing against, who were they playing against that game? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, FlyQuest. So you see FlyQuest ban mid laners, and again, Freak's like, why would they do that? It's not going to get flexed. And then, of course, inevitably get f- gets flexed. Doublelift plays Syndra against uh, Mash, who's not a rookie, but is pretty close to a rookie for all intents and purposes and does well individually has good farm uh, plays pretty well, but just ultimately is not there for the team fights, doesn't get enough done and they end up losing. And so I think by doing that, they kind of showed their hand early and gave away the fact that apparently double lift and the team can't play around Syndra bot very well. And so now it takes away the potential use of that flex option in future games, especially going down to like playoffs, because if they're already using bands after Cinder has been picked on mid lane, it shows that they are at least afraid of it, but now I don't think teams are going to be nearly so scared.
1: Um, Travis, what do you think?
0: <laughs> it's funny because it, I was like, "Okay, this is 100% a Mark Call. This is w- well above my pay grade. This is why I pay you to be on the show." This is hey, a. It's gonna be a, a quick, questions like this. this I, is a here's career. what I think. I think it was great where he's like. Freak said this would never happen. That it happened. Then Freak said this would never happen. That it happened. Then Freak said this would never happen. And then it happened.
1: Uh, I would say that I pretty much 100% agree. This will be a quick take. Uh, so I'll give you I'll give you your second take, actually, caller, because he had two. Um, this is just a big agree for me. I think the the ramifications of showing that early is, I mean, like maybe TSM will will do it again. But I've been on teams where you do something and you lose, and you kind of go. Oh, let's never fucking do that again <laughs> or even like you know teams start seeing you do that and they're like all right we'll start leaving that open um so this this could actually to the caller's point be something that uh hurts their draft a little bit uh, more long term if um, i could use
6: an analogy to me it's like using a um a cooldown in game so like i play a lot of blitzcrank um and when you use the Blitzcrank hook, it's now on cooldown. Everybody knows it is, and so people take advantage of it. So I think if you, so there are times when you're playing where it's better to hold on to that cooldown and not use it, uh, because you, you know the risk is you're going to miss, and if you misfire, then people can take advantage. But if you just sit on it, you can always Threat. threaten it. Yeah. And so I think by showing their hand now as opposed to later, especially because it was against um, not a rookie bot laner, but a bot laner who I think double if should have been able to skill check pretty clearly and pretty easily. I think they thought that this would be an easier game for them to do it and that they would be able to show off really well. And while I do, I do agree that Doublelift played Syndra okay, uh, it was clear the team wasn't ready to play around that. And so it really seems like it's going to hamper their ability to flex that going forward. And I think really just was a poor choice.
1: Okay. You said you had another take. If you can get it yeah. out in under 30 seconds, I'll cover
6: it. Okay, so Evil Geniuses needs to start playing around a seven or eight-man roster to better prepare themselves for certain matchups. I can I compare it to like baseball, where you have a left-handed uh, pitcher versus a right-handed pitcher. Most teams will have slightly altered lineups depending on uh, what pitcher you're facing, because some players play better against one than the other. I and think they-
1: for clarity, you want Hooney and Defly to be that other seven-man roster.
6: Well, so if you're going to do seven based on the current team, yes. But I also think that now that uh, Golden Guardians has shown that they're going to stick with Demonte, I think picking up Golden Glue and using him to swap out Jizuke in certain matchups would also be beneficial. Specifically, their matchup against Cloud9, I think that Jizuke was never going to get a big enough lead in the mid lane to really matter. And so I think playing around top lane instead uh, and then having Golden Glue come in and play a defensive mid laner would have been a good choice. But that's why I said seven or eight man, depending on how they want to do it but I think there are certain matchups where if you're not going to be able to exploit a player, one of your better players, like... Uh, I think Bang you're over 30 or... seconds.
1: Yeah, sure. Sorry. No, no problem. I shouldn't uh, have were...
0: with the baseball analogy. Analogies are the quickest <laughs> way to, to run our Sorry.
1: Um, I'll just say I, I like your arguments for the most part. I, I disagree uh, with this one, but I think you made good points for it. Well, so uh, Kumo
0: I... has been looking a lot better this split, right?
1: Yeah, I'd say he's been in, so far through the first four games a top three mid lane uh top laner. He's he's been really good. Uh he did pick up Bear and kind of use it and abuse it this weekend, but I mean that's for all that not- magic damage. Yeah, for all that E damage and his passive procs, which EU max last um and usually use just for a shield on yourself. Excuse me. Uh but yeah, I think He's been good. To the caller's point, I think the idea makes sense that you could swap out Jazuke to play a more stable mid laner in some matchups, but I don't think that actually helps you um, against C9, who is like the one team that's proven to be above you. You know, maybe, maybe FlyQuest, you know, because uh, they, they beat them last split. But I think the bigger problem was they put Jazuke on Cassidy to try and do like this flip play, where instead of trying to contest C9's early game, they hope to be able to contain it and then outscale. Uh, which was an interesting idea. I don't think it worked out, but I thought it was a, uh, an okay attempt. He was really greedy with his runes, probably covered that on broadcast. And other than the matchup versus C9, I don't know where a golden glue Huni lineup is better or a bang, or excuse me, definitely Huni lineup is better against people. Uh, Kumo has been doing great, and I don't want to undermine him at all. So I, I, I thought your points were good, but I, I still disagree with them.
2: Do you I think, think maybe better?
1: if
0: this was, oh, if maybe if this was last split, you know, and you you had that situation where you had Huni and possibly Golden Glue, then that'd feel a lot better. Especially whenever Kumo and Jizuke seemed really shaky um, in the beginning, but it feels like this team is definitely coming into its own. And actually, I think the biggest argument for working with these five players is like they have shown that they can improve and get better over time. And so I would give them as much stage time or whatever you want to call it as possible because like this this team would have gone to Worlds last split, could go to Worlds this split, and uh, getting that roster as much time as possible I think is a good, good way to do
1: Yeah, that. I would say generally mixed rosters hurt more than they help in the LCS, and it's usually a sign that your roster is not working, that you turn to that more than a sign that it is working. Yeah.
6: Um, but isn't it fair to say that your roster is not working if you can't take on C9 right now? I mean, no, start- I think that's Depends on your goal. Di- I was going to say it's a
1: bit of a false dichotomy because it's not like sure. this changed roster will work versus C9. So you have massive downside risk for very minor potential upside risk.
0: Yeah, if you're EG and you can get third or second and go to Worlds in your first split back, I think you take that. Uh, maybe you're not going to get out of groups, but hey, what North American team ever does, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think just go with it. Little Chester, yeah. I want to make sure you get back to your bar exam and go back <laughs> to not watching. Hey, for what it's
6: worth, I always watch the VOD, uh, just when I have more free time and I watch it in chunks as I go throughout the week. So I, I do watch, I've watched every episode probably for the last and so most 16 months or so. Most importantly, you're a sub too, right? Actually, I was gifted a sub. I was going to say thank you. Uh, I think it was Red Rain <laughs> uh, that gifted me a sub. But yeah, uh, I actually just got a job over the weekend, finally, so now I can uh, have real money and uh, you know, buy That's my own. buy good to hear, because like for
0: 16 months, I've been waiting for you to get that job <laughs> so that you could sub, uh, so I appreciate it.
6: I think there's well, more
1: worthwhile things to spend that new, newer hard-earned money on than Travis Gafford. Law like, school
6: a long road.
0: Actually, I've got the perfect example of what you can spend it on. I don't. I don't know how long this deal is going on, uh, but right now, The Way of Kings, The Stormlight Archive, Book One by Brandon Sanderson, is available as an ebook on Amazon or through Tor Books on Google Play for two ninety nine. All right, Mark and I will. I, I, listen, I would normally say start with Mistborn if you're going to read Brandon Sanderson. But this book is phenomenal and if you can get it for 2.99. I was actually thinking I need to figure out how long this is going on for cuz I was thinking about just buying a ton and giving them out to people. Um, but I will if anybody wants to not give me a sub and instead prove to me that you have purchased the way Kings of Stormlight Archive Book 1 by Brandon Sanderson on ebook via Amazon or Tor Books via Google Play, I will forgive you for not having a sub.
1: Is this some like weird activation I didn't know that we had tonight?
0: Dude, I would tell you if we had a sponsorship for That's why I was surprised.
1: I'm like, what are you doing right now? I mean, well, are... You're
0: surprised that I'm promoting a Brandon Sanderson book?
1: No, I just meant like that was a really hard specific plug, like to the point that I'm like, does he have something on his second monitor
0: right now? You know? I mean, I looked it up on because I saw it on Slick Deals today. I go to Slick Deals. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like- Can we get to
1: the next caller?
0: Deals website. You? I talk about fantasy audiobooks, and you don't want to discuss that with me?
6: I didn't. I would, ha- I would happily accept one of those free copies you're going to give out, Travis. Um, okay. Tweet my name. I on Twitch. Uh, yeah, uh, I've messaged you on Twitter before, but I'll send you a message right now. Okay. Thank you. I couldn't
1: get through the audiobook away, Kings. I had to read the actual book. Michael Kramer, I like him, but it wasn't doing it for me in that book.
0: Actually, I'm going to send you a message on Discord because I don't know if, if people will try to scam me. Oh, uh, that's um, true.
1: That's a good point.
0: Wait, it's not. This is not an audiobook. It's ebook.
1: Oh, I thought someone was saying audiobook deal.
0: I mean, the audio book is great, but this is $3 for the ebook.
6: All right, let's 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 move this along, huh?
0: Little well, Chester, thanks for the... Wait, did you have a shout-out?
6: No, I was going to shout-out Red Rain. He gifted me the sub. Oh, I don't think he's right. here tonight, though. It looked like I was checking in the chat, but I didn't see him. Well, hopefully but they I catch really the VOD. That. Hopefully they catch the VOD. I mean, as someone who watches the VODs, I understand. Yeah. Anyway, thanks. Thanks for having me on. All right.
0: On to the next... Somebody says books in 2020. You could read books in 2020. I think I think you should know that. Um <laughs> can I read the ebook on the phone or on the iPhone? Or do I need an e phone? Asks healer healer. Great question. You could read it on the phone. The iPhone You don't need an e phone. Thank you to uh Rizzle Bridge Britch- Shiny Frokey, EasyMoto, uh, Nidmo, Ferber2 2, for two years. And then Ferber2 gift another five subs. Impulu is here. Impulu, where are you calling from?
7: I am also calling from Northern Virginia. Like oh, wow. Calling.
0: Country Road. Take me home.
7: <laughs> it's right outside D.C.
0: What do you want to talk about on the. Oh, by the way, isn't it interesting that D.C. might become a state?
7: I did not know that. Yeah. But uh, I don't think the Republicans will like it.
0: Well, I think that they're going to vote it in the House and then. If the Democrats capture the Senate and the presidency, then they could potentially. Jesus, leave. I thought this was a league talk show. What is this? Let's talk about Brandon Sanderson's second novel. No, um, uh, Impulu. What do you want to talk about on the show?
7: I want to talk about. Yeah, I I think the Riot should invest a lot, a lot more in marketing to fill in the void left by the traditional sports during this quarantine. Um, I think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for esports to become mainstream. Did you tweet this at me? I did not.
0: Okay. Did you message it to me before this take?
7: I have not. Okay.
0: Sorry. Continue.
7: (laughs) Um, yeah, I think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and I just don't, I haven't seen much in terms of any kind of change in marketing activity from Riot. And I'm just, I'm wondering, is there, I don't. I, I'm sure they don't hide. They don't publish their marketing numbers or marketing dollar numbers, but I don't know if you all have a perspective on where they're spending their money or if they have plans to to invest more in that side.
0: Well, I wish Mark was here, um, but he's decided to leave, and instead, his creature is just slowly becoming visible as his chair turns away again. Anyway, um, all right, Mark. Mark, Mark. Hello, Mark. Okay, so the take... Wait, I can't hear you now. Did you mute yourself?
1: Yeah, I did, but I totally disagree. I know the take.
0: Okay. I...
1: I half disagree, if I'm being honest.
0: I kind of full disagree. Okay, so your take is that they should market to capture sports fans? Yes. I don't think that sports fans are going to watch LCS.
7: I think... Well, why do you not think so? Because I think that there are a lot of elements to esports that are just the same as traditional sports. And I mean, like, my roommates, my friends are literally just watching NBA players play, like, Mario Kart right now. There's nothing There are a lot
0: of... You're right. There are a lot of similarities between esports and sports. But to give you the reverse of it, I like esports. I have absolutely no interest in sports Um, other than going to a ball game with, I don't know, a friend or or family member and Sipna. I'll I'll give you beer while eating a hot dog and cheering whenever something interesting happens on the
1: We're going to get too into the nitty gritty here but I'll, I'll do it anyways. People in esports don't even watch, want to watch other esports <laughs> Like the amount of shows that have been the ESPN of esports where they cover multiple games they all die because the, the attempt to capture all esports fans fails and they actually just alienate everyone because people who like watching League don't watch CSGO and like league is hard to watch for them because they don't play the game. And so like traditional people who don't even play video games for the most part um, are going to have an even harder time understanding what's going on. Additionally, the reason they like watching those NBA players do that dumb shit is the same reason we like watching Twitch streamers and double lift do dumb shit is because we're already a fan of them. Um, it's not because they like Mario Kart; it's because they like the player. Um, so like I, I disagree about marketing more to attract sports fans,
0: I but also I just do... yeah, and Boomers are not going to be like, oh, oh, hey, hey, Chuck, you know how we haven't been able to watch the ball game recently? Well, guess what? The League of Legends Championship Series is on this Saturday, and we're gonna, you're gonna come over. We're both gonna wear masks, and we're gonna bro out while watching.
1: Um, what I was gonna say though is, I would like more marketing in general. I would like more cool promos to hype league fans up in general. There's a lot of league fans out there who probably don't watch right now. I bet the player base is larger than the uh, LCS viewership.
7: Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And I think, but I think there is a segment, like we're not going to obviously get everyone that likes NBA and football and all that, but all these sports, they started somewhere. And there's, is it not true that, you know, there are, Young population, like those under twenty-five, they watch more esports than they watch like traditional sports, or they play more esports than they play traditional sports. There's a huge market, and I think we're just not, Riot's right? not taking the taking advantage of the opportunity.
1: Uh, um, I'm I not think, sure how those relate. Yeah, I Maybe. just,
0: I, I, I think, look, to Mark's point, if you were to ask me. You know, Hey, I have $100. Should I market LCS to League of Legends players who don't watch LCS, or should I market it to fans, fans of baseball or NBA that are not able to watch right now? And by the way, this stuff is starting back up again soon. I would definitely spend that money on League of Legends fans over sports fans who haven't perhaps ever played the game.
1: Or using that money to get more people into League of Legends as a whole – like, actually, run. Lead. I mean, they've started, they've, they've done this more recently, but in the yeah, past, they've they done a they had, lot
0: in the last couple of years, I think. Yeah, um, but in the
1: past, they hadn't marketed towards gamers at all to get people who play games interested in League, but they've changed that recently. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm I down with marketing. I like marketing. I just think you have to be smart about it. And I don't think um, traditional sports fans are particularly interested in esports. You can get them interested, but it's not through an ad. Like, my dad's interested now because I work in esports, and he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of watch the games, but. That's a pretty, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can. That's fair that.
0: team.
7: Yeah.
8: Yeah. No, that's fair. Team Liquid. The,
7: the other thing that since we're talking about marketing is um, I really want to see Riot, when they do this content, focus more on the human component of the competition. Like, for example, I wasn't a big fan at all of hype video that came out for the lcs like i what i what i really want to see are, is, you know like the players celebrating when they're winning the uh the championship or, or like them crying or or you know the um, crazy plays you know things like that that really gets me hyped up and not the i almost feel like i was watching saturday morning cartoons when i saw that hype video
1: i um I know what you mean. I, I can understand that video not being for everyone. I liked it. I thought it was cute and cool. One thing to keep in mind is that we're in a global pandemic and we can't make players uh, show up for a video shoot. I mean, maybe technically we could, but it's
0: not really... Yeah, I think that the lazy approach would have been using a bunch of B-roll of players winning in the past. And by the way, oftentimes it's awkward because those rosters have shuffled, right? Like, are you going to show TL winning whenever Doublelift isn't on the team anymore? Um, so it's. I think it's a difficult thing there I think animated actually as you were talking an an interesting take on the and by the way I really like the hype video I thought it was really cool and it was cool to see them do something different but what would have been really fun is if they did a take where they acknowledge that all these players are playing in like their homes or facilities or something and you're going from team to team as they're all like figuring out their stuff during this time I think that could have also been kind of cool um that's a huge tangent
1: um hmm let's just say we might make some stuff related to more like the at homey feel
0: I love my homies
1: alright the at home hyphen imp- e. Imp- you y, said homie whatever yeah
7: I have another a lot, last question okay um, do you have do you know what the numbers are for viewership since the pandemic started
0: I mean, you can, you can pull them from public sources. I don't have them on hand. I know that they oh, okay. said that their opening weekend to... was the first one or was the best that it's been.
7: Yeah, I saw that article, but I just don't know, like, how, how's the trajectory over the last several months?
0: I mean, over the last several years, it's decreased. But, and, and I think spring split towards the end, for whatever reason, was pretty disappointing. But supposedly summer looked really good, and I, I don't know enough about week two.
1: I can't say for sure. Um, I did hear, because this is, I was talking to some people, like I said internally about sharing the positives. I did hear that a lot of the public ones are kind of jank and are not super close. And you could kind of see that in uh, what they report. I think I'm going to get the numbers somewhat wrong here, but like I think LCS reported that they had 380,000 this peak, and the esports chart reported like 310 or 320. Um, so somewhere there's a disconnect and I don't, I don't know how how any either Riot or these third parties get their numbers, but there is a disconnect there. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is I forget. Oh, viewership being down. Yes, I think it is because the dive in a lot of our content has not been getting quite as much viewership. Some still has, um, but I've noticed that like the at home vibe is somewhat not. Yeah, uh, you can just tell it's not the same level, and that seems to be turning some people off. I would it would appear because I mean
0: I think a lot of my my viewership has also been down, and I think across the board I've seen a lot of it it down. So I don't know. It might be just honestly, it might be less interest in the broadcast, um, and the product, right? Like there are I I the only one of the biggest concerns I have, like I think it's really important to be constructive, and and I have been doing a lot to cover this conversation around where the LCS broadcast is on this show, on my own video. I did an interview with Shocks. but I do also worry about like when everyone is just hardcore shitting on the broadcast, it's kind of anti-marketing for the product that everybody's on. So it's like, <laughs> I don't you know. know like our double of fans after reading double take take on the broadcast, going to be really hyped to tune into the LCS broadcast this coming weekend. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird catch-22, I think, where it's like you, you want to be able to critically address it without damaging the product so much that like, it, it discourages, right, to invest into it.
1: All right, I'm going to rattle off some numbers real quick. In-studio dive, 132,000 views. In-studio dive, 129,000 views. In-studio dive, 133,000 views. Is this one in-studio? No, out-of-studio view, 97,000. Out-of-studio, 94,000. Out-of-studio, 80,000. 74,000. This it's one just was a, down. Yeah, the one where Doublelift went to TSM, hundred and seventy thousand views. Yeah. Uh, but then hundred thousand again, seventy five thousand. Uh, there's just overall, for whatever reason, with the and and the dive has consistently gotten over hundred thousand views, even when it was with me and not Jat, and we were in studio for like the last year. Um, it's, it's always important been to it.
0: note that they don't live stream that show because they're cowards and they edit it, unlike this show. So when you compare the Dive viewership, it looks like it's way higher, but you have to remember they don't have a live component like Hotline League because they're cowards. So it's just important whenever you're looking at the VOD viewership for both these products, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's no way that it's just a better product <laughs> with know. more engaging personalities, yeah. you, even, though, you even though one of the personalities products? is shared. Even though one of the personalities is on both. Uh, yeah. you know, Mark is on j- both,
0: so we don't need to do that. But then you could just be like, It's just that show is literally just Kobe being like, yeah. And I really think that this is going to be an exciting time for this. And then Azale goes, yeah, I totally agree with you. uh, And I really think we should, it's important to talk about. It's just, they just, it's the same thing. It's so easy. I could do that show. Do
1: you want to take Kobe's spot one week and see if anyone notices?
0: I I think some producers at Riot would notice. Perhaps they'd be like, isn't that that guy that made that video? Uh somewhat critical of my, my professional work, I think that that's what would happen there.
1: We're pretty off topic,
0: aren't we? All I'm saying is, fuck the dive, <laughs> and long live Hotline League. or Kobe's gone right now, so I could safely say this without worrying that he's going to... Exact same sort of roommate.
1: There's no no way that he would ever find out about this because it's not live streamed and clippable and shareable. And I'm sure no one has just clipped that and sent it to Kobe on Twitter. I I doubt any of the 1,500 people would do that.
0: You're not helping. Why has Kobe never been
1: on your show? Or since I've been watching it, I haven't seen Kobe on your show.
0: On this show? He's been on.
1: Travis blacklists everybody. He blacklists Papa Smithy. He blacklists Ovly. He blacklists Kobe. All these, you know edgy people who we just can't risk having on here
7: i think you should definitely go join <laughs> a dive you uh, should come on this show as a guest
0: Impulu, is there anything you want to say
7: at the end um, no uh just that i watch the show every week great show thank
0: you <laughs> I, I breathe i want i want to that's a quote i watch the show every week Dot, dot, dot. Great show. It's a, it's the best review we've ever gotten. <laughs> Thanks for the call.
1: I watch <laughs> this you. show every week. I'm pretty bored. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, we'll take one more call, then we'll do a quick break. All right. Um, okay, where are we? Nebula592, thank you for the Prime. Fish and Molson, thank you for gifting a sub to Kapal Twitch Def. Tafokance with three months with Prime and San Chicho. Thank you for the six months. Hey, if everyone is watching right now, everyone on desktop or actually Mark's here, The great
8: clockworm is here. Great clockworm. Wait, have you been on before? I have not. This is my first show and I'm a long time listener. And I just
1: saw you. you would totally remember the great clockworm. As well, a that's name. why it's, it's
0: like the name, name seems so dramatic that I've, it, yeah, it I mean, I used
8: to, I used to be a moderator for um, the forums for vainglory, which that's how oh, I
0: know you. Yeah, I so, spend so, a lot of time on the vainglory forums.
8: Okay, yeah, I used to I used to be one of the moderators there, and I used to know uh, the lore and stuff. That's where okay. Medic came from, so it's a reference to that.
1: I actually... But, what what was your rating? Did you ever get to like the... What was it called when you were top 100 or top, two, top 200? I, got, I
8: definitely got higher in Bangalore than in did League, that's all I'll say. But I mean, I got... Yeah, I, so I got I, I used, I used to, I, was I, used to I used to main Crawl and Celeste. I used to main Crawl and Celeste. Celeste, and Celeste, hella, hella Celeste is the name of my cat. I named my cat Celeste. So.
0: Oh, man, yeah. I was all yeah. about Celeste. Big fan. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah, yeah. great, Whatever. great
8: character design. I'm sorry it died, but yeah.
0: Anyways, League Legends. <laughs> what What do you want to talk about on the show?
8: Um. Yeah, I wanted to talk about um, how I think that the top four teams in the league, which I think uncontroversially are Cloud9, Evil Geniuses, FlyQuest, and Team Liquid right now, um, you can tell that the way these teams are run, the people in their management, the way they're branding, the way they're building up their players, that reflects. On why they're dominant in the league and Sorry, why. Sorry, did you say
0: I, CLG when you said that?
8: No, uh, no, I did not say
0: CLG. Because <laughs> okay, they um, are like. The CLG is in that state. Like right now, we have four teams that are three and one. You named yeah, three of them. Um, I I would three. I would
8: defer to what I, I'm pretty sure Captain Flowers said over the broadcast this weekend that CLG got a cupcake um, schedule and how they're about to go into, like, you know, a more difficult schedule. So I would, I would, I would, be Stop derailing McCauley, all right? This yeah, is it's it's just, point. It's a,
0: yeah. it's a fair question, all right? Sorry, that's continue. It's
8: true, true, true. It's true. CLG for the win. But, um, yeah. And I just want to talk about how I think that the bottom five uh, teams and bottom five, bottom six teams right now um, really don't um, benefit from the same things that these top four teams are. And so I was, I was thinking and I was like, well, what are the four teams? And I can like name their CEO. And it's just Jack, Steve, um, Trisha, and Nicole. And I think that they do a really good job and they're building up players. They're taking risks. So, for example, like Team Liquid brought in tactical. That was a big risk. You know, you're filling the shoes of the greatest player Arguably, in uh, North American League of Legends, and he's killing it. And I mean, Evil Geniuses brought in Jazuke, who a lot of European fans are calling washed, and he's, I think, technically like the the best mechanical mid laner we have in our league. Um, FlyQuest obviously has a lot of veterans on their squad, but they're cohesive and they're playing well together. Um, and Cloud9, obviously, you know, they they got in Vulcan, they're bringing in Blabber and Licorice, like these really strong North American talents, and they're they're smashing people. They're the most dominant team we've ever seen, and so I think that. Um, what these teams are doing, as opposed to what, like, you know, I don't, I don't flame too hard, but like what Dignitas is doing, or what Hundred Thieves are doing, or what um, Immortals are doing, like Jesus Christ, it's a dumpster fire, and it, it makes me sad to watch it. And I think that um, we have a, a big mismanagement, like mismatch between. You don't, our, you don't know our who runs Hundred Thieves. Nay shot, but I mean, I, I follow esports. I don't know if if like a, like an LCS only fan would would be able to do that.
0: But, I mean, I think he's. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, he hasn't been around as much recently. Yeah, um, and then but I mean, I think everyone a lot of name, wouldn't yeah. say it would be Papa Smithy, who I think is pretty. Yeah, exactly. That.
8: They would, and I mean, people know who Lena is, but that's not necessarily for a good reason. So, I mean, hey,
0: I think so. Uh, you're kind of making two different points, right? Which is, yeah, yeah, it's a teams broad, are yeah. making good decisions with their roster um mm-hmm. and also you know who the people are that are running these teams but i don't really see how these two things are linked right like
8: i'm i'm saying that like when i when i hear about like what c9 is like i saw jack was in the chat and i just want to like commend what he's doing and what reaper's doing and what all the people oh, they're doing right. like he doesn't need like <laughs> uh, i'm a c9 fan so you know oblige me a little bit but um i i think that um you know like i i hear these things like they i think we've talked about this on the show with some callers like they get up early and they exercise I mean they, they they like read and things like that I mean the what evil genius is doing evil genius has had a really rough start I would say in spring split you know like bang obviously seemed like he was very dissatisfied um Sven seemed like he was a little dissatisfied and obviously they got things together I mean fly quest is a great example because fly quest obviously had probably the greatest branding turn in like Western League of Legends, I would argue. I mean, they're they're obviously seeing their popularity increase. Trish is doing a great job. Um, I mean, I think Power of Evil and Ignar and Santorin especially have looked revitalized. Um, whereas, I think my point would be more like maybe me personally don't doesn't know what they're exactly they're doing behind the scenes, but obviously it's different than what um, other teams are doing. So, if, so if maybe like,
0: you you are excited because you see <clears throat> these teams. They seem mm-hmm. transparent and good at communicating their goals yes. and their vision, yes. mm-hmm. and then you see that stuff play out on broadcast, and that, that feels good to you.
8: And it's Yeah, and it's not manifesting in other teams, like 100 Thieves, who took risks on rookies and also brought in veteran talent, or um, Immortals, obviously, who are making very, I would argue, questionable decisions that the whole community doesn't understand. I mean, I think... And so. so-
0: so I would agree that <clears throat> big and immortals, it's hard to understand what's going on there. But yeah, I think you know, hundred thieves has like a, a story that they have communicated. Let mm-hmm. me just use them as an example, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they're not included in your list. They have a story that they've communicated and like a goal and an understanding of what their strategy is. I think is mm-hmm. out there. And they have the public persona and Papa Smithia to communicate that mm-hmm. they're just not finding the success that some of the other teams are, right? So well, yeah,
8: and they they found that success like in spring, kind of. I mean, they were second regular season. They they did have a, a good showing in playoffs. Sure, I would but say, my point is for that like, heartbreaker. But it's not it's not working now, and that would make me wonder, like, well, why is it that you know Medios, Riom, performing poorly or something like that that you see in these games? And it's like, is this reflected? <laughs> I just worry you're kind you're kind of.
0: You know, as respectfully as I can, you're kind of all over the place. I think in your take on why these teams are doing well,
8: right? Like, well, these teams are doing well because I mean, I think that um, 100 Thieves took a risk, and I would say it like paid off sort of in spring, and then right now it's not paying off. And they have had a hard schedule, but like they were looking abysmal versus everyone that wasn't sealed,
1: but like or Immortals, rather. Sorry. So what I'd say is like it feels like you're saying the teams that are doing well are doing well and the teams that are doing bad are doing bad. And that's not really analysis of anything. That's just stating I mean, it. I would like-
8: say that the, the four teams are referred to you. I, I feel like it's not just the quality of the players they bring. Cause like, you know, no one would deny that. Um, like, you know, Juzuke or blabber or power people are like just great players of good caliber. It's like what these teams are doing with like their branding and like taking risks and these risks worked and then they're making another one like when they brought in solo or like I think Kubo has looked revitalized since they put, you know, Huni on his back. So, I mean, I think that the bottom teams took risks and they didn't work or they're not taking risks and it's just still not working.
1: Yeah, I mean, like a team like 100 Thieves, just go back to them, they did take a risk and it did sort of work and now it's not sort of working and I don't think they changed anything public facing but you're suddenly flip-flopped on them. And on the other hand, CLG sucked in spring and they they haven't changed anything either public facing really and now they're three and one and they're doing well and like you're not including them under the orgs that if we're talking about like brand and presence and stuff like that I mean they, when when they, CLG they were pretty terrible yeah. with their Minnesota style garbage shit
3: <laughs> and, they, <laughs> I mean, and like I still don't know what their
1: what's their what's what's CLG pushing for me you know like I still couldn't tell you and I watched the Mortals and like they were like I don't think much changed from spring to summer in terms of these teams. Doing anything different?
8: Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I. Well, I mean, if if we want to use CLG as an example, like who has CLG played, and then who have they lost to, and they got perfect games by to a top team when they lost to, it. and they they beat Immortals, Golden Guardians. They have more
1: wins already. They have the same amount of wins this split than they had last split.
8: Um, I, I would I would say personally I'm not optimistic on them though because they they played they played one good team or like you know consistent top tier team and they got like very infamously like rolled sorry
0: in a single sentence can you help me out because i'm actually i don't even know Mm -hmm. really what we're talking about anymore in in a (laughs) single sentence (laughs) can you provide me with your take
8: yeah my take is is that the four top teams at least how i perceive and i doubt that there would be much arguments cloud9 evil geniuses FlyQuest, and team liquid they have very evidently strong infrastructure branding and like strengths going for them other than the quality of their players And then that on top of it is enabling them to succeed.
0: Okay. That's a very long sentence, but I'll allow it. Yes. Um, Sorry. (laughs) sorry. Okay. So is it, so let's let's hone in on the take then. Mark, Mm -hmm. do you think that these four teams are finding success because they have better infrastructure, branding, and I forget the other term that you used, but... Is it is things it, besides simply the the, is yeah, the, it the structure it. is it the resources uh that their company is bringing and the organization is bringing that is allowing these teams to find success
1: so it's hard for me to say on the outside, I can kind mm-hmm. of agree with the the caller somewhat where at least. I mean, C9 has always kind of done their thing. I don't think they've really changed much for this this year. They just hit a really strong roster, and made good roster decisions. But that's that's just one facet of being a popular team. FlyQuest and EG had really strong branding pushes. They started putting their CEO out there, which were parts of your take that I liked, mm-hmm. where you don't see Dig doing it. Immortals kind of does it, but their content's so bland. Like I tried to watch their decision around their starting roster. It was complete garbage. So like I think you have some element of truth here, but you're I'm not explaining
8: it well. I mean I can see that in, in, in yeah. Because yeah.
1: like I do think the top four teams for the most part do a good job of making roster decisions, communicating them, engaging with the community, being mm-hmm. active with a you know a kind of cohesive vision that some of the other ones are not doing. But that's I think you're you're also getting like performance mixed up in that a little bit too much. Where, yeah and
8: my my the other half of my my take that I didn't really mention is that like this is somewhat evidence of that like franchising isn't working the way i think the initial push was that was what i wrote in discord at least and that there has been i've I've seen some talk like on twitter and reddit um, about how like you know franchising was initially supposed to be that like oh teams are established so they feel free to take more risks but i i see like some of our bottom teams like they seem risk averse or, or something like that or like they're just making Golden bad decisions like case in the st- bot
0: lane I don't know what you're saying there <laughs> risk That's the I mean but like is who he exactly
8: make. like is who he exactly like some bold rookie support who like they feel confident like hey if this might not work out we still have our spot in the league
0: uh, I'm, I'm not sure where to go to go with this at the, this point in time
1: uh, how about this Travis do you like franchising or not
0: I like franchising I had a tweet that popped off the first week after CLG got perfected where I said, CLG makes a good argument for relegation. That is true. And I had to walk it back this past weekend after they're now three and one. Um, but I I like franchising. I think if the discussion is a team that is well run will perform well, <laughs> I, I think that that's like a and and I by the way I don't just mean like the the team itself I mean mm-hmm. you know I, I would say C9 EG TL now more FlyQuest like these teams are very clearly well run across the board and it it does not surprise me that they are doing well whereas like Immortals and Dignitas I think. I don't know why, but they seem to be having a lot of issues this year yeah. as as a company as, as an entity and it does not and that, that is reflected not only in like the standing of their brand and like people's understanding of what's going on with those teams as well, you know, but also in the success that they are having or not having. Uh, and it's a little disappointing to me especially with Dave, because I felt like they seemed like they had a, a clear vision and printed yeah, was really around a when better. they were doing clutch yeah, and stuff, yeah. and so it's, it's just kind of weird. Um, either way, is there anything that you want to say here at the end of the call, Clockworm?
8: Uh, I don't know. I'm long time listener, first time caller. It's been great um, talking. If I'm sorry if it was a little confusing. No, um, no, no, it's but, fine.
0: It's fine. I think. Look, I think you came. It's in a with a big like topic. A, yeah, it's a. It's a it is like topic a big topic, it. and it's difficult. And the situation. I think my only feedback for you would be like you need the thesis statement for your essay. Um, And I think that that's, that's where that would help us a a little bit next time. But either way, hope you come back on the show clock room. And I really appreciate you calling in
8: buff Tom Kench, That's all I got to (laughs) say.
0: Have a good one.
8: I'm a Tom Kench man. I could. Bye. Yeah. All
0: right. You okay, Mark?
1: Sometimes you see a take and like, it's interesting and you're hoping there's like, you know, it's like the tip of the iceberg. And then you find out it's just like a, a little piece of ice. I mean, I you think
0: know? I think there there was a big take there. It was just difficult, I think, for it to get to get. Convicted. Yeah,
1: because like he like he said, his take included like talking about franchising. So I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be." Yeah. And then we didn't even talk about franchising for the first like five, ten minutes of it. I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, look. Oh well, we'll find out how this next one goes.
0: And and you know what, Mark? Oh, wait, Mark. Mark, we have a break. We have
1: Do a break you need- for it.
0: No, I don't need you for it, but I just I just wanted to make sure you didn't bust in.
1: I was about to bust in, so thank you. Okay, yeah.
0: Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the second part of the show where I throw up the draft buff icon. There we go. And we talk about DraftBuff. So DraftBuff is an amazing fantasy app that is completely free, does not require you to pay any money to compete in it. And right now you can do exclamation mark fantasy to join up in our draft Royale for week three. I'm going to join it right now on stream because I uh, actually, no, I'm not going to finish filling out the league. I'd be too distracted, but uh, we've been doing this for the past two weeks. Last week I finished 893rd out of 1764, which was a little rough. Um, But they do, they do these draft Royales, which are, you know, for the weekend. Um, And you can join up and do that. They also do leagues where if you want to with some friends or some people that you meet through the app uh, Draft a team that will transcend the entire season or split uh, Then you can do that as well It's been fantastic working with them and uh, it's been really cool to see so many of you guys sign up In fact in the in the brand survey I've noticed a lot of people have been saying uh, that they've been enjoying draft buff where they want to work more uh, with them So I just want to give a big shout out to them if you're watching the YouTube video Link is in the description to join up with this week's Draft Royale. That's helpful for us. Uh, Go check them out. You can use Travis Gafford as the referral code. They'll get you some uh, bananas, which you can use to to get a cosmetic item in the game uh, or in the app. Either way, thanks so much to Draft Buff for sponsoring the show. It's been a pleasure working with them. And uh, unfortunately, this is is our last show because we were doing a big push for the start of, of the split with them. But... Uh, I think they, they really liked working with me. And a lot of that, I think, is because of the love they saw from you guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to, to work with them some more. Maybe around Worlds or playoffs or something. But either way, thanks so much, DraftBuff, for sponsoring. They've been great to work with. Uh, Jack I says he's in DraftBuff. So
1: I, I, I love anything that lets me prove I'm better than Travis. And I was able to do that uh, with DraftBuff. So it's, it's dope. True. All
0: right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, grab the next caller. Ah, Raz and Jack both shouting out draft buff. Raz, you should draft. You could probably draft the whole Golden Guardians team and have a ton of money left over. You should do that. Um, yeah, draft buff, by the way, hangs out in Twitch chat during these shows. So if you guys have any questions about them or what they do, you should definitely ask them, talk to them in the chat. Uh, really appreciate them doing that. Don't worry, Travis. Just do a math competition. you will do better than Mark. That's true. He did struggle with that earlier. Um, wait. Wait. Oh, Jack is he under the bridge, dude? Hello, free boujou, free boujou. Where are you calling from?
9: I'm calling from Grenada. Well, actually, Trinidad, currently. What just happened? Yeah.
0: Did you just move around? Wait, what What
1: happened to our Discord? Does it look whack to you?
0: No, Discord looks completely normal to me. What, bud? I look at my Discord. Mark is having (laughs) sort of. I don't know what what just (laughs) happened. It
1: just looks terrible all of a sudden.
0: So either way, sorry, you're calling from Trinidad. That's awesome.
1: Sorry, yeah, sorry.
0: Well, this is our first time getting a caller, I think, from Trinidad. What's it like in Trinidad?
9: Um, Well, the Sahara, this is kind of blowing over the island right now, so the visibility is super poor. I not heard really. about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Has this happened
0: hard. before? Yeah. Is this a thing?
9: Yeah, it's a thing. It happens kind of all the time, to be honest. It's not even a big thing anymore, at least not to me.
0: I mean, it's gotten more coverage, I feel like, than it normally does. Mark, do you know about this? Dust from the Saharan Desert travels across the entire ocean and goes into the Caribbean. I did not know that. It's And you can see it like in satellite photography. People should go Google this. It's fascinating. Sorry. Anyway, free bouju. Uh, what, what, what do you want to talk about on the show?
9: Um, well, I have three ticks. Um, the first one is probably the spiciest one. The second one is probably normal. And the last one is kind of cold. We'll, well, see, how we well,
0: yeah, we'll see how many we get through. We'll see how many we get me Give me the spicy okay. one.
9: The first one. Um, I think the top LCS teams are at the same level as the top LEC, LPL, and LCK teams. See, okay, I, this give so me thin. the se-
0: give me the second one because I, I don't, I'm not ready. I'm not ready what? for what's going to happen now.
1: <laughs> we have to do that one. Are you kidding me?
0: I've heard that it's warm in the Caribbean. I did not realize how warm. Um, all right. Anyway, all right. sorry.
9: So what? Go, go give, give me a second argument. one.
1: Explain. What, what? How about you give Travis the second one to see if he's more comfortable talking about that one?
9: Okay, the second one is that I think C9 TL and EG is probably going to make worlds. Um, I I have like EG slot for TL, mean they could fix their draft, but I don't think that's happening. So yeah, C9 TL and EG. See the I first. Don't think, I don't think Faker is good enough right now.
0: Yeah, the first one's way more interesting. The first okay. take
9: is so
1: spicy. Let's see the first. Okay, one.
0: explain to me why you think. The top teams across every region are all even. I have,
1: I have one question too to prime you. D- define top teams. Is it C9 and no one else or are you including EG and TL in your top teams?
9: So, In my opinion, in top teams for SES right now, I'm including just C9 and EG. Okay. Um, I think TL could be there, but they're looking shaky sometimes. Do so We sure.
0: think FlyQuest is worse than EG?
9: I think against the top teams in other regions, I believe EG will perform better than
0: okay. FlyQuest. Okay. So C9 and EG are uh, as good are, as our the top, top two for the right. other regions. Okay, so can so continue.
9: Right. So um just as a background, I watch a lot of leagues. So in my opinion, I don't think I'm going to count G2 and Fnatic as the best teams in LEC. Um currently counting top and I don't really want to count FunPlus, but I guess top and fun Plus Phoenix as the best teams in LPL, LCK, just gonna have to go with um, SKT. Uh, I can't remember the second team I even cared for in. DRX? Uh, Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess so. So, in my humble opinion, right, I've been looking at a couple of the LCK um, games, even from last season, and I really don't think they look that good. All the criticisms I tend to see of NA teams, which is that we have poor macro, and then there's weird um, drafts, I see the same issues in the LCK. So they don't look very good to me. And you you can say maybe the LEC and the LPL are better, but I've also seen some very, very, very poor um, LPL games. I've seen top esports win games that they 100% should have lost, where the teams just have a lead and they just throw it away, fighting when they don't need to fight, or... Someone is split-pushing in a lane by themselves where the entire team is trying to fight at um, the Drake. And, and in the LEC, it's more... G2 looks a little bit inconsistent right now. It could be just because they were swapped again. And Fnatic looks like they're still trying to find that, that thing that makes Reckless pop off. So that's my opinion on it.
0: So I'm... So, All so right. So I don't... I am not... I don't watch enough of the other leagues to, to know. Um, although I've watched a lot of international League of Legends over the years,
9: I, I, I should point it. Just I don't want to cut you off, but I should point it that um, I'm not biased any because I'm not American. I don't really have anything for America. I don't even like the any server. I don't play League of Legends on any server, so I don't really biased any. I actually think LEC is probably the best league in the world, but but I don't think their teams are way better than the LE um, than LCS. Like I think everyone else makes it seem. What server do you play on? I don't tell anyone this. I play on the LAN. land. What okay. are we not supposed to tell someone that? I don't know. I don't know what the, was, the... Cause I think according to the right of official like region selection, I'm supposed to play on NA, but the ping is like seven times the ping on land for me. So, okay, all right. Do you, well, do you
0: know, we're broadcasting live to
9: no. just don't ask for his, his summer name. <laughs>
0: okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so uh, Travis, are you going to say something first? Actually? Oh, I was just going to
0: say, I'm I, i I'm hoping Papa Smithy and Raz uh, share. I, Raz was saying, I love this guy, but I'd love it if in Twitch chat and we, we can read it out um, They if they have any opinions on, on this take. But Mark, go ahead.
1: All right. So first off, I love the caller. I love the optimism. I like the points that you're making. You know, I wish I could be as optimistic. I just can't be. There's too much, too many times I've been optimistic and hurt before. How long have you been watching? Because uh, you, you, you watch a lot, but how long have you been watching?
9: I've started watching since I want to say spring 2018,
1: was it? Okay, so, you, so you're relatively new to the heartbreak, and 2018 was like, 2018-2019 was some of our best years. So you've yes. actually been to some of the high points in North America. Let me tell you, it's not always, it's a <laughs> lot of 2019 worlds. We've had a lot of those ones before. Um, yeah. So on that point, I think um, some of the things you're noticing about the other regions, I, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I, like a lot of people talk about LPL having some of the less setup than some other regions, whereas LCK is very setup focused. Um, LAC can be a little bit more, you know, depending on the team you're watching. Like Origins a lot more than say G2. Um, G2 in some of their interviews, Yankos was talking about how like they're not. Trying to peak right now, and I think it's a very understandable position for a team that will have long splits because they're always doing well. And they don't want to turbo grind right now. They'll do it later. So, like, there is probably a lower level of play you're seeing out of them early in the season. I would say Fnatic seems to be experimenting with their Soraka drafts and some of this stuff. Um, you know, LPL, like you're talking about, some of these like crazy fights, that's kind of frequently happening. They've done, they've leveled up their macro and stuff a lot more, and I wouldn't even say it's like wrong. They're just down to skill check and fight a lot more often than some other teams will, where where the question they'll ask will be like, well, what are we fighting over? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a question that's asked a lot less in, in the LPL and stuff. Um, and it's just their play style. And I don't think it's inherently wrong if you can win those you know random fights, you're just getting gold, right? And I think that's kind of their mindset for a lot of that stuff is they want to take fights. Um, so I think you've done a good job of noticing these differences and Depending on the skill level, these LPL fights that are kind of dumb and over nothing, that's still true. But those players are executing them way better than North American players would in a similar situation. Um, So I hear you. I I want you to be right. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe North America's at the same level. I think C9 is really good. I think that they can go toe to toe with most of the other regions. Um, some of the top teams from like China and LEC would give them a really good run for their money and probably beat C9. But I think you know against some of the tier two ish teams from other regions, C9 would do fine. Um, but yeah, it's a spicy
9: take. I got to give you that.
0: Raz in in chat says C9 can contest internationally for sure, but that's where it ends. So, I, yeah. I,
9: I think slight counterpoint is, and take this to a, a grain of salt because I'm not the best or the most mechanically skilled player in the world. Um, but I think a lot of the, the skill checking the LPL does is based on, at least when it comes to when they play international competitions versus NA teams. I see NA teams that they, how do put it this way? You do something very simply when you're playing in the LCS and then on the big stage or listen least in words, they do this, the exact same maneuver. Nothing's different, but they just mess up.
3: With and I think job. a lot of,
9: them because of the years before, as um, Mark was saying, there's been a lot of years where has um, just been getting stomped by everyone else. And I think it can, it's become like, ingrained in a lot of the players' mentality that they're not good enough. And right. I honestly think that if a lot of them stop feeling that way, they would actually play a lot better. I want to use the um the example of when... Who was on... Was it just, was it on a kind of team? Um, From Vitality. In 2018 yep. Worlds. When they weren't the best team. They weren't even very good in Europe, right? <laughs> but they did decently in Worlds. I mean, they didn't make the other groups. But they did decently in Worlds. They challenged the two teams that went to the finals. Right? Yeah. I, th- I think... That is a showing of how your mentality can change a lot of how well you play on the international stage. I don't think that Vitality is even close to, just my I don't think Vitality is close to where um, C9 is now. And I think people will believe that C9 can challenge the others or off. I also think EG is better than Vitality was back then, um, and I think EG has a lot of room to improve. And I think they'll just continue to get better and better because they have very skilled players. I think Tia's very skilled players too, but just, again, you need that time to ramp up. And I think EG just on a higher point right now. I, I was about I really to say... Like the,
0: this is the good vibes caller. I like this a lot. Yeah.
1: So I was I was going to say, actually, when you talked about EG previously, I got caught up in the other points. But yeah, Jazuke and just the general willingness of this team to seemingly try things and fight and not be passive will be good for them when they go international. And I think they have a, the right combination of players for that from the domestic side where kuma was relatively fresh um you know zazel has played at at a high high level before jizuke has Svenskaren has so they've all they've all done really well so i totally agree that i don't think eg skill level is quite there maybe but they will be a, a good mindset team for international play which i don't always feel is true and i actually totally agree with your point about north america getting in their own minds if um there's some great articles that came out around 2016 worlds TSM. I believe it was might've been 2017 where they talked about like the team environment and how tense it got. And like you saw Ole mentally boom on TL before. And so like, that's absolutely a true point that I think uh, sometimes gets discredited when, when North America plays bad is like, Oh, that's just our level. I do think there is a portion of it. I do think we're a lower level than the other regions than the other top four which I, I would stand by. But I do think that we do even worse sometimes from that thing. And I read an article on the Players' Tribune uh, from Kuroki, who is the captain of Team Liquid's Dota team back back then. And he talked about how like they were playing really bad. They lost in the upper bracket. And he had a meeting with his players in the bathroom before a match where they just screamed their heads off and just like got all the tension out. And then they ran the lower bracket and like they had a leader there. To get them out of this funk and these like nerves and this like look of like wide eyed horror that they were in, um, and then when Double If lost, he also had a player distributing article, and it was almost like our team environment was the exact same way, and we didn't have anyone to get us out of it uh, when things started to go bad. Uh, so I thought those two articles came out relatively close together, and it was really eye opening to read like some of these things that are going wrong is not just skill level or draft. It's also sometimes like you're saying this stress and, uh, this is how I know
0: you'd be on a top four team in the LCS mark. Cause you read, um, that's, that's what I'm realizing
1: Yeah, I read well, that, that was what the last caller said. He listed yeah.
0: reading as one of the good activities, um, free Buju. Uh, I think this is a really great call. I yep. really appreciate that. Best one of the night. Yeah. Um, what, was your, your, what was your coldest take? Because you gave us your medium. I'm curious.
9: Um, my coldest take was that I don't know how people watch the broadcast, but um, Tushar, I think Mark is Tusha's favorite analyst. Because in every single broadcast, they're just spamming Mark's name. Literally constantly. It's because they're saying he's high. <laughs> but so that, what? It still means that they react in the most the same way, like, and you see everyone reacts to Ender. Because Ender is their favorite caster. They constantly react. And even though it's not really because they think he's the best caster, they just like him. And I think- yeah, and, uh, hey, I agree like- with
0: your analysis now.
9: I agree. <laughs>
1: Mark's not the best caster. They're just, like, fucking with him the most. Yes, yeah. Uh, so well, I have noticed this. I put sh- So we have this thing, which is basically, like, the script and what elements are coming next. Um, and I put it on my second monitor and we also have discord open for talking. And sometimes we'll type in discord to, to be like, Hey, I want to talk next or you hear that. Yes. Holy shit. Um, so I'm frequently looking at my second monitor. I probably do it too much and I should be looking at the camera more, but I, I, I tend to let my eyes drift over And Twitch chat is always convinced I'm watching Twitch chat and I'm, I'm usually not 90% of the time. My eyes are over here. Everyone's spamming, hold it in, Mark Z. Don't look. Don't laugh. All this stuff. (laughs) and I'm, like, not looking. And, like, the segment will end, and I'll go back and rewatch it, and then, like, I'll see the entire time people were thinking I was watching Twitch chat.
0: Um, They (laughs) – speaking of Twitch chat, I was thinking about bringing this up. I I don't want (laughs) to turn it into a thing. But on Friday night during the analyst desk, for multiple minutes – People were spamming, spam this tree to bring back Ovily with like the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Emerge. Until, and by the way, like I had never seen Twitch chat so united in a single thing. It was like every now and then you would see somebody not type it, but the vast majority of the entire Twitch chat was spamming that. And then they the mods made it a banned phrase and, <laughs> and um, timed out everybody who was <laughs> spamming it. And I was like, oh, that's one way of dealing with it. Anyway, free Buju. <laughs> <woo-joo>. um, any. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we move on to our final caller?
9: Um, I, I I know this might make Tushat dislike me, but as Mark was bringing up that I think Dota is an interesting show of how NA could actually be decent sometimes. Um, because, well, actually, Europe still dominates in, in Dota as well. But I used to watch Dota esports a lot more before. I watch a lot of different esports now. Um, and you can see in different issues that the teams are more willing to, to believe they're on even footing. Whereas I feel like in League of Legends, there's this mentality that the Korean or Asian players are just better than everyone else. And no one really wants to try anymore. So, yeah. I just hope that any as a region can start trying better. I, honestly, I mean, I think the pros are trying, but the mentality is, is not there. And I think solo queue is a big problem because everyone in solo queue just thinks it's, it's a joke. So, yeah.
0: That's I mean, so not the type of thing that's going to make Twitch chat dislike you. I feel like that's the type of that's like Twitch chat bait.
9: They're like, yeah, no, but well, I said Dota, or, or like Twitch you know, chat sure hates Dota, so that's that's why I. Uh, they're
0: they're okay. I, I I make more fun of Dota than I think they do. Uh, Free I hate to let you go because you've actually been one of our most entertaining callers in a while. I all I'm going to say is I really hope that uh, LCS or Worlds comes to Trinidad soon. I don't think it's going to, but it would be it would be great to meet you. And hopefully you can right, call. In, hopefully you can call in in the future again. Is there anything you would like to say? Uh, any shout outs before we go to our final caller?
9: Um, or you said uh, the Dota I thing, I guess. The person who introduced me to League of Legends, uh, Yari. He's the person that brought me into League of Legends. Before that, I was uh, not into the game at all. So nice. yeah, shout him out.
0: Well, thank Sweet. you so much for the call. Yeah, this was awesome. All right, on to our final caller. Insulin Shots, thank you for the prime Razoplasm gifted a sub to This man is high as fuck Skyward Spin uh, Always Salty Sanchicho, Boba Cola The Real Fox Shroud almost done Okie dokie and Raz gifted A sub to Mark is shit Alright Blue Jay, what do you want to talk about Sorry, where are you calling from?
2: Uh, I'm calling from Sarnia, Ontario
0: From Ontario, Canada Yes You've called in multiple times. Yep. I I've, I've I've try to call about, in every week. Yes. I don't know. And, and now YouTube uh, comments are going to flame Mark for pulling the same people. So you better have a good you take. You
1: do your best. This is Travis's thing. Oh, know?
2: they can he, relax.
1: He, he, I
0: haven't he, been on the show in a
1: few weeks, but they'll be
0: fine. You said you call Tra- in every week.
2: I try, try to try. call in every
1: week. Travis this is your thing now is to try and deflect all blame from comments off you so you're like oh god Mark did you guys know this guy's been on before huh why don't you talk about that in the comments huh
0: just so you guys know if you don't like the shirt I'm wearing Mark actually selects the wardrobe for the show so he any, any really any issue you're seeing with the shows <laughs> Mark Blue Jay what do you want to talk about
2: uh, I want to talk about how CLG is overrated. I don't think they're a good team, and I think they're about to go on a long losing streak. I think their last chance at a win for the first half of this split is against 100 Thieves, and uh, if they don't win that game, they're in for an even longer losing streak.
0: So they play 100 Thieves on Saturday, um, and then after that they play... I think they play on Friday, though. Oh, they play Friday. Sorry, yeah. They play FlyQuest on fly- Friday. On Friday and then on saturday they, they play 100 thieves then c9 tsm it's like all
2: the good teams you name a good team they're playing team it's like l e g yeah
0: they do have yeah. a rough remaining half of the split okay so <clears throat> so you think you think they're not good i mean okay, go ahead
2: I I could maybe say that they're a little bit better than last split, although nothing that I've seen really proves to me like they found, like, the problem and they've solved it. Like, some of these wins are just throws from the other team. Like, I think they should have lost to Immortals. However, Immortals is Immortals. And I don't think that they're looking good in any particular role. There's nothing to me that's standing out that says, yes, I believe this team uh, has a win... uh, um, uh, What's the word? Um... Wind condition. Work, damn it! The wind condition. Thank you. I don't see many wind conditions from either of their players.
1: Okay. Uh, if you say that they're overrated, they're about to go on a loss streak. Where would you? Maybe I missed this. Where would you put them in the power rankings exactly?
2: Yeah, so before the season started, I, I think I had them either 9th or 10th, which I think was reasonable. However, we have seen Immortals and Dignitas prove that, yes, there is even worse than CLG. So right now, I have them finishing either 7th or 8th. I don't remember where I did my updated power rankings, but I, I still think if they were on the old playoff format, they wouldn't make playoffs. So 7-8 range. Wow.
1: I uh, I honestly th- think you're wrong with everything you said about his <laughs> parents. About like you know consistent win conditions and some of this stuff, but I think they're better than you're giving them credit for. Um, at least right now, uh, maybe hundred thieves and TSM can turn it around, uh, and even Golden Guardians. A lot of teams feel like they're fucking up their drafts and have bad draft reads. Where I think CLG has had some of the best draft reads um, outside their one game where they got perfect gamed, obviously. Um, but like they picked up Volibear right away. They used it super well. Um, they're they're playing pretty much mostly meta stuff. Poe Belter is uh, doing better. I think the team has a, a better mindset uh, after a pretty terrible split. They have the same number of wins, um, so I have them. You know, more like five six. You know, I think C9, EG, FlyQuest, TL are better. TSM Hundred Thieves. I'm not sold on Golden Guardians could also surpass them. They're definitely better than Dig and Immortals. I don't think Hundred Thieves will actually surpass them. I've I've become. I I flip on teams pretty quick sometimes. 100 Thieves is one of those teams I I I've, I've definitely flipped on. Um but you know, I think CLG is is much better than they were last split. I don't think they're this dumpster fire where I can't wait till they get off my screen. Like I actually like watching them play a little bit right now. And I know Rune is one of the best people at picking up new champs. He always has a large champion pool. North America still hasn't fucking played Wukong. If you asked me to bet <laughs> who's going to be the first one to play it, I would pick, you know, Rune. So like there are things that I'm, I am excited about CLG this split. Um, so I think you're being a little bit too pessimistic on them still, even if some of your, your points were decent.
2: Yeah, so I do, uh, I, I understand where you come from, where you say like it's easy for, to flip-flop back on teams, especially when like they'll show us one thing one week and then they'll show us something completely different the next week, I think, mm-hmm. or even within the same week, I think Golden Guardians is a perfect example of that, yep. how they somehow managed to lose the CLG and then somehow managed to put up a fight against C9. They had um, their best draft for C9, sadly. Yeah, true. I honestly, so even with that, I don't want to get on too long of a tangent here, but I actually think that their press are on Nocturne uh, was definitely the, the counter to C9's Galio, but uh, let's not get too far into that. I, I definitely do not agree with you where you say that you think they'll finish... I think you said they'll finish ahead of TSM. Is that what you said?
1: I said they'll finish 5th, 6th, battling TSM and Golden Guardians in that position, probably.
2: Okay, and yeah, so that I don't agree with. Um, I, I could see there being potential for that, but I just do not agree with... Um, I think Golden Guardians and TSM are still definitely a better team, but yeah, I I don't see that out of the realm of possibility.
1: I think the thing they have going for them right now is that they're at least more, like you said, they don't, they probably have worse win conditions than those teams, um, but they are drafting better right now, and I don't think you can just throw that out um, as things that get easily smoothed out. Like they might not have the best, str- like things to play around but they at least are playing around them whereas like double ifs a great marksman here's syndra <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah like those are some concerns i have about like okay we've got this like kind of cool comp with fiddle mid but the enemy team has three tanks and like even tl is doing this a little bit where like enemy teams taking volley bear with tf they're going to try and dive top lane we pick a losing matchup that's going to get shoved in in Permadove. Even though Mord can take one into the death realm with him, the turret still gets turned off and stuff. Like These are the kind of concerns I have with with teams in the CLG range right now uh, that I think should get better than them, but they're not right now, and it doesn't always work out.
2: What do you think about Wiggly? I don't want to flame too hard, but to me he's been an obvious detriment to his team. He seems a little lost in the jungle. I want to know what you think about that.
1: I think he is a really hit or miss player. Uh, Like his summer split last split was pretty good. Uh, I
2: so thought it was overrated, man. I remember he was fourth in MVP voting or something like that. And I was like, was he is going to tank? He was like, I'm pretty sure it was fourth. Someone can maybe correct me on that. But I remember thinking like this guy will tank and he inevitably did. And I don't know. I just, he, God, he tries to force ganks, man. To me, I just don't think he's very good, but. I, mean, I didn't put him at, uh,
1: in my MVP voting, so I don't think I was overrating him. <laughs> I hope I wasn't. Um, I think so in his days in Academy, he was um kind of the focal point of the team. He would play Grays, he would play power like strong junglers, and the team would play around him. Uh and I feel like he hasn't been enabled the same way on CLG. Whereas, like, let's say here's a point I'd make. If Wiggly was on C9 and Reaper and the rest of C9 was able to bring him in the way Reaper always bends his, his teams over backwards to incorporate rookies, whether it's okay. blabber, contracts, licorice. The young guy always gets what he wants in the resources, um, not just in terms of draft, but in play style as well. If Wiggly was on C9... On The starter, I know he was on C9 Academy, guys. I'm talking about if he was brought up to be a starter, he would look way better than he has had on CLG with the inconsistent things going on where Crowns is mid laner and they look terrible together, and like some of the things that have happened to him over the course of his career. Um, I, I think totally Wigley, agree. I think he has not been put in a position to reach his potential. I don't think he's reached his potential yet. I don't think he's been good. His this. For as as his time as a starter, but I also don't think I've seen him look as good as I know he probably can be, um, and so I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I just don't think yeah. he's he's had the opportunity to be as good as I think he can be.
2: So I definitely agree. That like, yeah, if he was on C nine, he would be better. However, to me, that's a statement that I think is true about just about any jungler in the league, wouldn't you? Yeah, say? yeah,
1: for sure. And I'm not I'm not talking about like. Mm-hmm. Every jungler who get, has better laner looks better because you don't fucking need to help your laners all the time. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean on that point. I just mean like the way C9 empowers players has not junglers been given. Especially. Junglers especially has not really been given to, to Wiggly even when they do give him his pick. I don't think that they are uh, in-game playing around it necessarily the same way. The same way that's happening with closer. Like, yeah, they're giving him Nidalee, but like, eh, it's not, it's not great some of the drafts are not great so and it's hard to do i don't want to flame the coaches or, or the staff or anything like that i'm just mm-hmm. saying that um yeah on wiggly's point i think he could be doing a lot better than he has shown in the lcs so far
2: hey blue jay yeah
0: i appreciate the call any final thoughts before we move on to the end of the show
2: yeah so i'll try to make this quick or i guess i'll, I'll ask yeah, don't try make, quick. make it quick yeah. I just have a quick question, because I try to get on the show every freaking week, and like, I, well, you're not making I'm making it quick. good at it. <laughs> okay, you're not helping. <laughs> Anyways, I want to know if like I should have a shorter topic or a longer topic when I'm trying to post my topic in Discord, because I've heard you say, like, long topics, you don't want to read through all of them, but I don't feel like I can actually make my points in a short topic, so I just wanted to know if you had any recommendations, Mark.
1: Um, hold on, let me find... I know you are posting...
2: Yeah, I got a uh, shit ton of topics every week, man. But like, I don't know which ones to go with. I yeah. can always be like, "Oh, I think CLG is going to win it all and actually so, well so, then, but So, so here's a lesson for for everyone in
1: Twitch chat. Here's here's one that you posted at nine twenty three. Take uh, one: CLG's game against hundred Thieves will be their last chance to pick up a win in the first half of the split. What they've shown so far doesn't show a lot of improvement. Good chance this team still finishes seventh through ninth despite a three and one start. And then you have take two and take three underneath it, which I won't even get into. I didn't pull you for that. 9.34, you post, CLG is not a good team, not capitalized, and they will go on a lo- long losing streak and will have to scrap their team and reset after the split. I picked you for that one.
2: Yeah, I can get into more of that, but I'm sure we don't want to because of want to. I don't, yeah,
1: don't want to get into it. My point is, you have less details on your reasoning, but you have a stronger opinion shown. And what I care about is a strong opinion, and I hope the reasoning is behind it whenever I pull you on. Like what happened with that other caller talking about relegation, but then you know how great his reasoning was was a little different but like i like a hot take okay um, and i'm hoping the reasonings behind it and if you can squeak some of that reasoning in there without bloating your your take that's perfect uh okay. see so you, you know you you say they're they're going to go on a long losing streak and this kind of stuff you know like okay let's see let's see what your reasoning is yeah and then so you can I get bullet
2: point my stuff every week so i will do that but i wasn't sure if i should include the bullet points or not
1: and the other thing is, I'm not going to like when people post three takes, usually I don't read them. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not, tr- not <laughs> going to try and parse your takes to figure out which one's the best. You do that. You post what you think is your best take. You're only going to get to do one of them, usually, anyways. You yeah. know? Yeah. So just, just post what you think is good. And if it's good, it's good. And, you know, if I don't pull you for an hour and you've been posting for an hour, then try your second take. And maybe I like that one more. But don't post all three all at once. And then, you yeah, know.
0: By the way, yeah, RN and chat. You and the pleb topics chat is is still posting a take which i think is an interesting topic rn says worlds will not happen we should have a winner split just we do takes usually i mean mark up the what the first hour and 15 minutes of the show usually you're pulling
1: yeah and i might pull one late if it feels like we're gonna run out of callers but usually i try and have it all figured out before then
0: yeah so it's just i i just a caution that like earlier is better for getting your takes in because there's no way we can take a, a call now blue jay thanks so much for the call and uh, i guess we'll catch you next time
2: yeah thanks a lot guys i'll hopefully talk to you guys next week yeah yep. have a good one and i do try to
1: avoid pulling people's names who i see all the time so like to blue jay who says he posts every week i'm not going to pull you every week no, no matter how great your take is probably
0: hey uh, uh quick yeah. thing though mark uh, so, um somebody in the chat uh i forget i i lost their name but they were mentioning that we didn't mention at all Mash and Turtle, which I think was pretty big news. I mean, Turtle's not as popular as it used to be, but a really big name in the league, and uh, kind of an unexpected change. Do we want to say anything really quick about it?
1: Um, I didn't really notice a, a good fly quest take tonight. Maybe there was one, but um. It is a surprising change. I don't know. I haven't heard anything, and I wish they would have. Maybe they did post something, but I didn't see any reasoning given. I don't think Turtle's been playing fantastic. I think you could make the case that once Solo swapped in, he's actually the weakest player on that team. Um, or at least, you know, it's between Solo and him. And so, you know, if Mash can come in and do well, which he seems to have done decently the first week, you know, I don't. I have an I don't interview have a... with
0: Santorin where I asked him about it, and I think he he said that for... I'm trying to think about it. He think very diplomatically he was saying that, like, Turtle was not showing up as well in games recently, and, like, they made the decision to have these two players compete, and now Turtle seems to be doing a lot better. So I, I think yeah. that's part of it.
1: Yeah, I think that that totally lines up with what I'm seeing, where I, I don't think Turtle has been the same player he's been, you know, for quite a while. I don't think he has the same... like. The, the turtle play, you know? Like, that's yeah. disappeared, for better or worse. Um, and so I think MASH lighting a fire under him and showing that he can come in and do well hopefully helps both teams. I haven't heard anything about, um, you know, uh, attitude problems behind the scene or anything, so I'd have to think it's in-game related, and I yeah. can see what they're kind of talking about.
0: Uh, well, either way... Oh, I heard yeah. so many- coming to my home uh we're at the end of the show is there anything that you want to plug or talk about mark
1: nope i'm uh, i'm all good i am excited to end the show it's been a great show this has been a good show for I no actually guys. i
0: really like the show i thought it was good i we've had yeah. a string of good shows and and i think sometimes it's a gamble on whether or not it'll be an okay show or a good show whenever it's just the two of us but energy was going calls were good tonight it felt it felt good i it was really nice
1: yeah um, i agree Anything you want to say?
0: Well, I know some people were talking about Twitch and Mixer stuff. I think I'm going to try and do a video in which I will discuss it within the context of LCS, maybe going exclusive with a broadcast partner next year. And, um, and so maybe that's where I'll discuss it more. I just, I don't feel like we had like a really natural place here to discuss it. Go watch my shocks interview if you haven't yet, because we talk about, it's a a really good interview, really fun interview. I love interviewing her. And, it's the second one that we've done will well during quarantine. And I, I think it's, that's quite, quite good. Um, what are you smiling at Mark?
1: Uh, nothing. I'm reading the, the DM
0: conversation. Oh, with, with Jackie. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, thanks everyone for watching. Stick around after the show. Cause I'm going to do a bounty that is somewhat right. Games related. Let's just put it that way. Um, and for everyone else, thanks shot. Thanks to draft buff. In the Twitch chat, who says thanks everyone it was a pleasure to be part of the show. Draft Buff, come back anytime you want. We'd, we'd love to have you. You were a great sponsor, and uh, hopefully, we we get to do this again soon. Uh, this has been episode one twenty eight of Hotline League.